Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Sounds, lights, camera, action, and go. Daddy. Go, go Daddy. <laughs> Go big nut. Mm. I got big two. Nut. Big, I, I got two new big nuts to show off tonight. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I need to Are wait they... for the after show. <laughs> Are they at least salty? Uh... Oh, one is salty, one is sweet. Ooh, yeah, the answer, <laughs> the answer may surprise you. I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lying on any of these. I can show you. <laughs> one is salty. There are one is salty. <laughs> one is sweet. <laughs> there are community but standards together, we have to uphold. They here. are quite the pair. That's right. Uh, hello everyone, Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of words, recorder videos, and at tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live stream Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition online role-playing adventures, and then there were three. I am joined, uh, uh Raymond will be joining us soon, hopefully. I am joined, as always, by my wonderful friends Chris, playing Valravan, the Eladrin Bard of Eloquence. Hello. Heather playing Frey, the Halfling Barbarian of the Beast. I'm here. Uh, Reese and Rochelle will not be joining us tonight. Rochelle, I believe, had a birthday this week also, so happy she did. birthday. Happy birthday, Rochelle. Rochelle, yes. Uh, with Celeste, the half-orc. Also, son. we should we should say she finished her last round. Yes. As, as, as a big congratulations yes. there. Yes, that is her last true. last round was the end of last week, I Last think? chemo was, session, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was, it's pretty recent. Uh, so yeah, woo! Hopefully, Indeed. not have to spend birthday in the hospital. I don't think that was right. the case. But... No, I don't think so. I think it was after. Everyone who is watching, give up happy hands. Yes. Happy right. hands. Happy hands. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing her back on here, but we will uh, let them decide that at their own pace. Uh, with Thimbleweed, the Thrite Green Swarmkeeper Ranger, Raymond joining us soon, literally on his way home from uh, work, playing Edmund, the Human Alchemist Artificer. We stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday. Watch all of our streamed sessions here on the channel and weekly session recaps at Rogue. Watson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes, no-players-allowed live series, Crafting Icewind Dale, every Monday and Thursday. Head on over to our live post-session discussion at Frostside Chat after our show tonight. You can also listen to all these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. If you would like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables and a private Patreon D&D game. Shout-outs to new patrons this week, Dan and Tyler. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net for video chat. We use Discord, and for streaming, I use Open Broadcaster Software with Streamlabs. Our music is by Kevin McLeod, and our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. By the way, did you know it's St. Patrick's Day today? Because nobody fucking told that. me... I, I, I saw it on Twitter or something. I, I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't. There's no marketing this year. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I totally missed it. We had a, I had a whole day where we went and saw. We picked up our oldest and uh, to, we went back home and and saw the folks. And like, I just it never. I don't know. It was weird. It never occurred to me or never even. Yeah, I yeah. never said the words "Happy St. Patrick's Day" to anybody. I didn't. It, I mean, I worked a whole day with with a whole group of people. And nothing. And no one, no one is it over? It. Is it over now? Are <laughs> yeah. we over it? 
Maybe we're over it. It got it got no marketing this year. Like there was no like I don't remember seeing anything coming up to it. Like they need to get the folks behind Cinco de Mayo on St. Patrick's Day. That that gets some marketing. That gets some that marketing. Gets like, Seriously. And I mean St. Patrick's Day's got the booze already there. Like it's it yeah, honestly it should sell yeah. itself. Or maybe we're just getting too old to care now. I don't know. Right. Anyway. Well, yeah, we're, we're not really the people that uh, marketing it to anymore. Maybe <laughs> we're that, out of the demographic. That's that's so sad. <laughs> Previously on rhyme of the you like my stalling too. I'm stalling so Raymond can get here on time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Previously on Icewind Dale rhyme of the Frost Maiden. After a short rest at the now empty library, the marshals headed over to the arboretum where they needed a wand from the Nether Oak to complete one of the ritual steps. The nether oak was, a cantank- was as cantankerous as the anvil had claimed, deriding and mocking the party even as Valravan espoused the importance of their mission. Sensing a kindred spirit, Frey stepped up and parlayed with the ghoulish tree, who was delighted to trade one of his sticks for her necklace of humanoid fingers. Getting the wood was only part of the task, however. The oak warned that they still needed to craft the wand at the nearby table, and doing so would irritate the plant life around them. Edmund set to work on crafting the wand, as he started, the grass around them erupted into turtle-like monsters with toothy jaws. In the distance, a pair of flowers waved newly spouted tendrils, unleashing psychic attacks. While Edmund worked the other while Edmund worked, the others rushed to defend him. Lord Marbury was unable to escape, however, pinned to the ground by the grassy creatures, and eventually killed by the ravenous sods. More plant creatures began emerging as the wand continued to draw energy, including a grappling vine, a swampy shambling mound, and even a pair of animated trees. Frey was sucked into the mound, only to gleefully start stabbing it from the inside. Edmund took a boulder to the face from an animated tree, but his work was unfettered. Finishing the wand caused a wave of energy to expel all the plant creatures, save for the sarcastically clapping nether oak. Armed with the newly made wand, the party made their way toward the third tower, the Tower of Divination. Several Nothics were trying to get inside, but fled when the party arrived. Frey kicked down the non-magical door. Inside, they discovered a half-destroyed Ori with the celestial bodies lying on the floor. Upon gazing at the ruin, they each received a premonition of a horde of Nothics rushing through the door behind them, as well as specific visions of magical effects erupting from the ruined planets, stars, and suns around them. With only seconds to prepare, they're slammed back into consciousness with the howling monsters hot on their heels. That's right. We did things. We did things. We saw the future, and the future was terrible. Future was terrible. Yeah, and I think we put in the notes um, which visions and things that we saw. Uh, Yes, we did. You left out the the most important one, which is that an army of Nothics apparently about to bust it through that door. That's uh well that's the the the, the note you made uh Nothic's coming. Oh there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you did, I did write that. You did write that one down. I appreciated that. So, I'm actually going to have you guys roll initiative as when I mentioned you have seconds, I wasn't kidding. Real seconds. Real turn-based seconds. <laughs> <laughs> reason i cannot pull up the live chat on my ipad so i assume the stream's working okay seems to be oh you've angered the youtube gods yeah (laughs) the first time it's ever happened before it's just not pulling up on my thing so i might not be able to uh, respond to chat very well hold my phone 
have three monitors and yet I have to have another mobile <laughs> screen actually showing because all those are needed for the actual production. I assure you. You get like Hugh Jackman and Swordfish, just a wall of monitors. Yes, what a relevant uh, <laughs> reference you make to a 20-year-old movie. There's certain movies that aren't important to anyone else but are important to me. <laughs> those are the best movies, I think. <laughs> the world may have long forgotten Swordfish, but not me. <laughs> not me. There we go. I've got it on my phone. That'll work. Funny story about Swordfish. Yes, oh, tell God. us a funny story about Swordfish. I, I went to see that with Stephen Wong in theaters, and we showed up about four or five minutes late. I don't know if you remember that movie, but that movie starts with a flash forward to the end of the movie where John Travolta's talking to the cops and explaining his evil plan, and the movie flash ba flashes back to the beginning of the story. Stephen and I didn't know that, so we were talking to each, to each other through the entire movie going, what the fuck was that first scene? John Travolta was in a cafe talking to Don Cheadle about something. Uh. And, it just, and it made no sense to us <laughs> until, like, after the movie was over, we, we like, looked it up or something, and we realized, oh, okay. That, That's we funny. Just missed, we missed some crucial information at the very beginning of that movie. I, it's probably been at least a decade since I've seen that movie. It's not great. <laughs> it's, it's not, not a Isn't great. he forced to, like, hack something at gunpoint while Halle Berry performs fellatio on him? Not Halle Berry, but yes, that is accurate. Okay. <laughs> he is he is being performed upon while hacking <laughs> like <laughs> while hacking like the CIA or something. It's something ridiculous. At the test. Yep. All right. I don't have for some reason I do have access to Edmund's sheet, but nobody else's. Ooh, what do I have access to? Also, I don't see any other initiatives popping up. Is yeah, I might have to redo my thing. It's It seems to be... I haven't hit my button yet. Hang on. I see no other initiatives but mine. I haven't hit the button yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine's disabled. All right, let me restart it. Behind the scenes. I barely rolled better I don't than know, like, you. Any guy remember Swordfish? Yeah, it's the scene that I just right. That's literally the scene. It's, that a, I diff was like... it's a different. It's a different scene. It's like halfway okay. through the movie where Halle Berry just sitting by the pool. That that's what everybody remembers. Okay. I have never seen Swordfish. You should see it. Well, the other scene it's isn't like, isn't that the one? Where there's a big explosion. I'm okay with not. And they use like a right million now. cameras to show you like this weird like 360 yeah. around the explosion. Yeah, the other little like uh, what do you call it? Uh, Ball bearing bomb, yeah. And they, it was that, that was neat looking. Yeah, there was an era okay. where John Travolta was the bad guy in so many movies. Like yeah. he just relished being typecast in that way. Yep, he was just it's he was like, just do you need a, a mediocre? Everything. Yeah, like kind of mediocre action, except for Face Off, which is not mediocre. It movie's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Not that's great, but he's also overacting that. But it's but it's to oh, no question. Thing. But you're opposite <laughs> Nicolas Cage, so. He's doing, he's, doing, he's doing his best Nicolas Cage in that movie, which is... <laughs> That's literally, <forget>. yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a movie where Nicolas Cage was playing Nicolas Cage? Like, it was like a, some spoof movie or something like that pretty recently? Yeah, there was, but it wasn't a... I mean, it was, it was a spoof, I suppose, because it's not, like, real, but he's just... He is playing himself, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's overacting to overact and mm -hmm. continuously overacting? That's oh, right. so lucky. That, that movie's got a funny bit where he's being haunted by the ghost of his past self. <laughs> um, and it's and it's the version of him from, oh, it's that Coen Brothers movie. Where he's got, like, the biker jacket and he steals a baby. 
God, I came raising Arizona, raising Arizona. I have not seen that. But it, but that version of him, the young version of him, who's like haunting him and trying to get him to do bad things, that version is doing like the 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 Nicholas Cage overacting, and real Nicholas Cage is trying to like to not do that anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, who wants Edmund briefly? I think I I think I already have Edmund, so I think it's I can do it. In yeah, yeah, I've got Edmund. <clears throat> All right, I did roll initiative for him. Okay. And I don't believe you ever summoned Lord Marbury between the Arboretum and the not. Tower. Nope. Okay. But nobody's got Thimbleweed either, FYI. Oh, shoot, because he handled Thimbleweed, doesn't he? Yep. Rutro, our House of Cards is falling swiftly. <laughs> Five characters amongst two people. Yeah. We barely have a quorum. Uh, okay, well... This is a funky round because you essentially turn-based combat has begun, but you have no enemies uh -huh. at the moment, but you know they're coming. You have seen this in a vision. You walked in here, you literally got like a Final Destination type like sudden premonition of this violent um, ambush of these monsters rushing in through here and attacking you all. You also each received um, specific visions, although some of you received, um, ended up receiving the same vision, of uh, you placing your hand on one of these, uh, what you can identify as uh, kind of destroyed celestial bodies that had fallen from this grand ori in this room. And uh, placing your hand seemed to activate some kind of magical effect. Some of you witnessed um, your uh, placing your hand on what looked like the sun, and then it explodes, and then running for cover, and then it after a few moments it explodes in into flame. Some of you witnessed uh, put your hands on the uh, gas giant, which is this one here, mm -hmm. and um, proceeded to like be able to float um, off the ground weightlessly. And others put your hand on what kind of looks like the Earth-like planet. Uh, and witnessed your flesh becoming armored in rock. Ah, yes. That was uh, only Valen, I believe, saw that one. <laughs> so she, she she told us about the, that one. Well, that you know, you all can have this discussion essentially, yeah. but yeah, she would look around and say, uh, "Did everybody else feel that?" Visions of the future. Yes, I believe we did. I believe we ought to um, bar this door if if the visions were at all accurate. Uh, Frey, you are in control of Celeste and then yourself, so you've got kind of the first things you can do, but you feel like you've got just enough time to prepare in whatever ways you choose. Did we figure out which way they were coming in from? The vision did seem I, to have them yeah. coming through the front door area. Oh, where Thimbleweed is standing? Generally. Yeah, the door is... Uh, I think you guys can see the actual door symbol, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So Celeste will reach over and just close the door. Okay. Um, she closes the door as best she can, but the door has been firmly battered to where it just, you know, you can set it there, but there's no locking mechanism or clicking into place or anything like that. It's gonna close the door. Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
take some steps back. Frey, however, will stand in front of the door. <laughs> and if you want, like I said, you've got your actions. You can do uh, hold actions or, you know, whatever. Oh, she's going to, as soon as anyone comes through that door that's a bad guy, it's uh, choppy choppy time. Same for Celeste. Yeah, Celeste will uh, prep her. Uh, she'll uh, she will prep some. Mm -hmm. uh, the radiant sunbolt. Yeah, long the long range basic attack. Yeah, do. yeah. Okay. Um Belin, um thinking that she witnessed an interesting observation and being the scientist wizard that she or wizard I guess that she is will walk over to the um earth-like planet and say I experienced a vision of myself and uh, she will put her hand on this sphere, and you see it uh, glow uh, briefly, and then some of that energy, or all that energy, goes into Valin. And you see her flesh just kind of hardening with this thick exterior. And then you see the sphere no longer glowing after she does that. Was it glowing before she touched it? Uh, no, not necessarily. Okay. But you just saw it, it went off when she touched it and then stopped. Do we see anything that's like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure if we're, I'm trying to determine, like, if we're supposed to touch all of these globes to, like, get out of this room? Like, is there anything that's, like, lighting up when she touched that globe or anything, anything that sort of indicates anything like that? Roll a, uh... Either investigation or a Kana check, as you try to observe this. Okay. Both the same for me. Twelve. You don't witness anything um, puzzle-based happening, I'll say that. Um, and, and you're not sure if, if you touching it would activate the same thing, or if only she could touch it because she experienced the vision. You're not quite sure what the connections there are. Um, you do yeah. see there is just a regular staircase in the back of this room. That goes ascends to the top of the tower, but I otherwise the only thing in this room is these uh, the ori that was hanging from a very tall ceiling, and then these kind of crashed bodies on the ground. Okay. Um, it's gonna have to be by committee. But what do you want, Edmund and Thimbleweed to do? I'm I'm pretty positive Edmund would want to touch one of the globes. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like him. What did he That's actually... Very much. He saw the one that blew up. He did see the one that blew up, yep. I don't know if there's any advantage to touching that one right now, though. <laughs> I mean, that's the one he saw. He doesn't really know that the other ones did something. Yeah, Except for true. now that he saw Valen do it. Right. But Edmund would touch all of the others just to see what would happen. He'd probably go, yeah, touch one of the ones that we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're just putting Edmund in danger. I will say... Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not controlling... Um, I, I will say that for Edmund's benefit, the vision he specifically saw saw him placing his hands on that object, then booking it, and then 
time passed and then you see it explode. So it wasn't like an immediate effect when he put his hands okay. on it. There was some time in between, but you're not quite sure because of the time distillation in, in dream sequences. Yeah. How much actually happened. Alright, yeah, I'm just gonna try to touch one that that he didn't touch before. Or that that no one saw anything about. One, two. Okay, the two that nobody... Assuming you've, you've all been openly communicating which ones that you saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, nobody seems to know about the water uh, planet and the small moon. Looks like a moon thing. Okay. He'll go up until he'll touch the small moon. Okay. Um, he does that, and a... You, you see the, the magic um, blink for a second, and then... Nothing happens at the moment, but you feel like energy gathering um, <laughs> near this point. Okay. Oh, he would be, uh, he'd be all over that. <laughs> oh, man. Energy gathering. That sounds dangerous. Energy gathering. Um. I don't know. Let's see. What does he got that he can do? You know, if we want, somebody needs to just probably try, try to hold the door. So if we want to have Thimble, we just try to hold the door shut as these Nothics come at us. Um, Edmund could cast, what spell is this? Enhance ability. I'm not sure if this is a spell he has or or, or he just puts his scrolls in his, his spell list. Actually. He's got, he's got a lot of spells, and I'm thinking he doesn't actually know all these spells. Some of these might be <laughs> scrolls that he's got. Uh, that maybe I'm not sure, but well, I'm, I'll use the scroll, I guess, because I, I I'm not positive. If... Uh, we can ask, but for now, yeah, you can. Yeah. Go ahead and guess. What would you like to enhance? Um, he would like to enhance Thimbleweed's bull strength. Um, that gives him advantage on strength checks and his or his or her carrying capacity doubles. Okay. Been juiced. Mm-hmm. Surely there's like an arm fleet. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right. All right. Strength has been improved. And then... Uh, we, oh, we still have Thimbleweed. Yeah. I don't know if we want Thimbleweed to touch one of the things. But, um, probably just want to try to just hold the door shut, I guess. Armored and rock. Which one did, which one did, uh, Thimbleweed see? Um. I guess we've all shared at this point what, what, what each thing does. Yeah, right? probably. Thimbleweed saw the, uh, the gas giant. The floating one. Okay. He'll go over and touch the the one that Valin just touched, because having even rockier skin than his insectoid skin might come in handy. Um, he does that, but nothing happens, and you don't feel any magic or anything. Oh. And Valin frowns and says, Oh, dear, I guess that's... Perhaps it's out of juice now. <laughs> All right, well, then, um, then we will go back to the door and just, like, press his body against the door and just try to hold that shut. And we're at you, sir. Um, 
Let's see. Valravin will touch the gas giant. Okay. What's the other one we don't know yet? The the blue one, right? Blue one, yeah. Okay. He will touch the gas giant. Okay. Uh, you place your hands upon the gas giant, and you immediately feel your your just complete weightlessness. You kind of float uh, in the air, and you find that you are under the effects of the fly spell. Ooh. Which is... So that lets me control it, right? Yep. Concentration. Uh, you gain a flying speed of 60 feet for the duration. Wow. Spell ends, the target falls, but it's still aloft unless it can stop the fall. It lasts for 10 minutes um, slash concentration. Okay. And is, is, is touching these, these gloves been our actions, or... Uh, that's a good question. The activation of them? Yeah. Um... No, they they call it an object interaction, so I don't think so. But if if you were to try to drink a potion, maybe it wouldn't work. Then at the same yeah. thing, so this counts as like your free action okay. use, I guess. So do we use. see an exit out of this room somewhere? Uh, there is stairs going up, but they appear to be pretty lengthy from what you can see. There's because there's a huge ceiling here, and there's stairs that just keep winding all the way up and up and up. Um. Hmm. He's not sure what's coming to the door. He will prepare a vicious mockery for whatever whatever comes through that door next. He'll he'll also fly about twenty feet up in the air. Whatever's coming, I will mock it. I will mock it terribly, relentlessly. <laughs> ninner, ninner, you cannot fly. <laughs> all right, and now that you've all prepared various things. I've got some creatures. Now you hear the howling of creatures. Most foul. Yeah. Order this. Properly turn on the combat music. Now they're coming. Oh lord, they coming. Alright, so you said that Thimbleweed... Holding the door currently. With one hand, I am giving him the help action as well. <laughs> Are you doing that, or would you rather ready an attack? Nah, no, ready an attack, because we both know he's not going to be able to hold the door. <laughs> question of how long. Like, I'm it's helping just... you, and you just, like, get your ass. <laughs> 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 Off, don't move. Harry, help. <laughs> uh, so, I think that's going to be a contested... Strength check as these Nothics try to burst down this door uh, with uh, Thimbleweed. Do, do I need to open up the character sheets? I actually don't have access to Thimbleweed, so okay. yeah, you may either have to give me it and I'll open three or just roll for him. That's why I was trying to do the simplest thing for him because I, no, I appreciate it. Have... Yeah, we are under the we are understaffed tonight. <laughs> Edited and controlled by Varavin. Alright, so I for now I'm gonna give you Thimbleweed and I'll give Edmund to Heather, I guess. I think right now I've got Edmund I've got Thimbleweed and Edmund and she's got Celeste. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's fine for now. Okay. Right? Until Raven shows up. Alright, uh strength. 
Strength, which he has advantage on. Does have advantage on. Is it a saving throw or just a check? Just a check. Okay. Is it at, can can we call it an athletics check? I think so. <laughs> sure. Because he is better at that than just great uh, strength checks. Sure. I'll allow it. Will <laughs> you? <laughs> Woo, that's a close one. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you needed that that bull strength. You yeah, you you see that door um starting to like shards of it getting busted down because the door is not in good shape, um and it was only put there haphazardly. But Thimbleweed's strength does manage to hold it in place and at least um rebuff uh this one who kind of just screams and yowls at the door, um with shards coming off. Uh, it can peek inside and stare at Thimbleweed with its rotting gaze, though. Uh, so I'm going to trigger... Uh, just an eye peek, a giant eye. A giant eye peeking through. Uh, targets. Thimbleweed, I need a constitution saving throw. Con saving throw. Pretty low That's save. Not what? He rolled real bad. Real bad. He, any, he doesn't have any inspiration or anything. No, he's got anything for this. It's 15 necrotic damage. Ouch. Hold the door. Yep. And nothing else happens, though? Just the damage? Uh, right. Okay. Alright, another knot, and you, and you see that eye disappeared. Another knot that just comes up and starts scrabbling and screeching and pushing on the door. Uh, give me another athletics check. Alright. I'll continue to allow it. <laughs> uh, oh. So tie means it. Look at these fucking. I'm rolling dynamite, by yeah! the way. These four novics, you asshole. Um, <laughs> it means that we keep the status quo. Uh, that also means this one is going to do the same thing. It's going to peer through and. Uh, stare at Thimbleweed with its rotting gaze, and now you see more shards of this door coming off, and you feel like you might not be able to hold regardless. But for now, keeping them away, another con saving throw. Oh, right, right, right. But we can see them, right? You can see them while they're doing this. So Celeste's ready to action would go off then. She only has to see them, because it's a ranged attack. Yeah, I'm going to give them cover, though, because they are behind a door. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, he did make it. Okay. Barely. Man, these are some close rolls back yep. and forth. Yeah. You're rolling really well. We're not rolling so Somebody high. Somebody remind me what the cover rules are. Uh, I'm going to give them a three-quarters cover plus five bonus to AC. All right. So yeah, you can give me a you should use attack those rules more often. They're good attack rules. roll. Yeah, they're pretty good. Cover cover should like, be more. Like, thing. I mean, like as the player character should should use them more often. Like it seems like. So what kind of roll is it? Just regular straight. Yeah, regular roll. It's just that they've got cover, which is boost their AC. Okay. So that would be the first one I get. Yeah. That's not going to go well. Nope. Slams to the door. More shards come off. <laughs> I think she helped them get in a little better. Right. Destroying the door a little faster. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is Celeste's turn now. Okay. 
And uh, now you've, you know, you, you know they're out there, they're pounding on the door. It's like just, you know, kind of a zombie movie situation where Thimbleweed is bracing all four of his arms against the door. But you see, even as he's able to hold the line, this door is starting to disintegrate and just get destroyed in the process. So remind me how big that room is on the other side. Big the room? Mm-hmm. Which, which room? The, the room that the Nothics are coming at us from. They're coming from the outside. Oh, the outside world? This is world? the room to the outside. Yeah, the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> ah. You guys are in a tower. You just stepped inside this base of the tower, yeah. Okay, but the, the door is like, got some pretty big holes, right? So yeah. we could clearly see the outside world, right? I would rule that you could hit a point outside, yes. Excellent. That's, That's what, what I wanted to hear. <laughs> it's, it's all about the player leading the DM into. Yeah. <laughs> Raven does it all the time. He like, yeah. doesn't oh, tell yeah. what he wants to do. He just asks you a series of leading Ask me a series of questions. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want to do? <laughs> so I want to do... It depends on what your answers are. <laughs> yeah. As an action, I would like to magically create an orb and hurl it at a point that I can choose within 150 feet and watch it erupt into a sphere of radiant light for a brief but deadly instant. Ooh. It makes a 20-foot radius sphere and does 2d6 radiant damage okay. to all the creatures contained within that sphere. Yep. So I would like to hurl it far enough out that it's not going to hit Thimbleweed. Yeah, so I, I would we... allow it, but I would probably make you come up like at least half the distance closer. That's fine. So we'll you can try here. to yeah pinpoint a spot. So... Yeah. Come here, we'll softball fast pitch it. <laughs> and we will do a searing sunburst. Oh, we're going to throw some key points into it because, you know, why not? Yep, She's got a bunch not. of them again. Saving throw or take 2d6 radiant damage. Uh, and then each key point you spin adds up to a maximum of three. It increases the damage by 2d6. So I'm going to do a maximum of three. So we're going to include <laughs> two, four, six D6 plus the original two D6 to make eight D6 of damage to these Nothics. That's a lot of D6. Yeah. Sauce on it. Sauce on One, it. two, three. So you got to make constitution saving throws. Let me see if I can find this in her spells list here if it's over here. It's not. That would have been great. Okay, I'm going to fix that. Save. Her spell save DC is also not in here. Okay. Um, it doesn't work right because she's not a spell cat. Like I've, I, yeah, I, I've seen that a similar situation to that before. Where, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't calculate it right because she's not like a spell. She's caster not an innate spellcaster. Yeah. So. See. Eight plus whiz plus proficiency. So eight plus whiz is ten plus proficiency makes fifteen. You need DC fifteen con save or better, or take eight D six. Fuck you, damage. <laughs> you guys have a five proficiency bonus. Yeah. Get. Get up there. All right. Uh, I need you to roll the you, damage. You let us into tier three. Yeah. Yep. 
8d6. 31. Wow. Nice. You're a pretty good average. Fireball's worth of damage, I think. This is an interesting save, too, because I believe nothing happens on a successful save. I think so. Yeah. 15 is pretty good, though. 15 is pretty good. I didn't know she had that high of a DC. Hey, only two saves. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah wow. Everyone else takes 31 points of fuck you damage. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's so you definitely hear weeks, some baby. screeching. <laughs> yeah, I was going to use some screeching and screaming as a blast of light bursts um, out of uh, that thing. And I'm going to say that's also going to destroy the rest of the door, I think. Just the final bits of shards of... Uh, just from sheer concussive force, if anything else gets blown off. The wild Raymond has appeared. There he is. I've appeared. Uh-huh. And I'm a shiny. Hello. <laughs> Let's do this configuration. Alright, so that was her action, so we go to Frey. Now you see the door has been blown off, and there are several very wounded Nothics outside. Oh, Frey skips gleefully into that good night. <laughs> uh, ten. She has come gleefully into this good night. All right, she's going uh, out into the oh into yeah the Nothic wave. Number three first. Did, did we ever? Did you have your doubts? <laughs> yeah, I suspect anything different. I, I, I guess from a tactician perspective, I hope she would stay on this side of the door and let the Nothics come to her, but nah. uh, it's right. <laughs> I'm debating on if I want to rage, but I don't think I will. Mm. If they do, if they do I've already damage, used two matter. of my rages, so I've got to be... I'd be smart about it, but I will recklessly attack just for that sweet, sweet advantage. <laughs> smart about it, but not that smart. <laughs> but I'm still attacking. Oh, I'm safe, but not that safe. But not that safe. Yeah. Uh, number three. Does it look like it's been barbecued? Yes. All right. Two. In that. fact, the two nearest you, ironically, the ones that were scrabbling at the doors and staring at Thimbleweed with their terrible, rotting gazes, uh, are now like bleeding from their eyes. So number three is taking 19 points of damage. Oh, you... Sorry, 16 points of damage. Put that axe right between its eye. Just crunch it dead. Just runs out of the door, just axe over her head. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it went too punchy. The explosion happening, this blinding light, and all of a sudden this barbarian just comes in and plants an axe right in your Uh, face. Number two is going to take an additional ten points of damage. She's, She's whistling Dixie at this point. She is so happy right now. You're getting 29 and 25 on her attacks, for those of you that are like, why is she auto-hitting? I was like, well, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a question. Uh, Valen, I forgot to open your character sheets. Uh, Valen, with her armored body, will attempt to finish off that Nothic. And, and turns to you, Barbara, and says, I... Yes, it, uh, she wasn't ever going to stay in the tower, was she? I suppose not. I shouldn't have expected anything less than 
Full gung-ho charge. Um, you see Valen wave her hands, hey, and that skeletal a, hand a... comes in and just <laughs> and strangles this uh, wounded Nothic, and it actually falls over dead. Wow, it's the first time I think she's ever successfully used that catch. Yeah, she's like, yes. <laughs> hey, you can be useful. Yep. Uh, Edmund, at the start of your turn, we had you activate um, the moon, I believe, up here. <laughs> mm. And um, as his turn starts, you now see that a giant beam of light erupts from the moon. And, a good beam of light or a bad beam of light? Uh, one that feels like it's damagey. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, none of us are near Nobody's it. Nobody's near it, though. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> okay. it's just sitting there, but it's still doing its thing. It's just... Like its orbital laser is like centered on it. Oh, okay. Uh, now it is... Straight up? It's pointing straight up, yeah. For now, at least. Um, okay. And... Which five-foot radius is... Ten foot diameter, is that right? Yeah. Now, what happened last time? We had visions, right? And what was was my vision to touch the moon? No, we we figured that Edmund would probably want to touch one of the ones we didn't see just to test it out. <laughs> That's our logic. We saw visions oh. of the Earth planet giving us stone skin, which Valin touched and she got it, and somebody else touched and they didn't get it, so we think it may, these may be one-time muse things. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, the gas, the big gas one in the middle gave me flight when I touched mm-hmm. it. And what's, what's, the, what's the one we haven't done yet? Uh, you've not what's seen the, the water one. one. The water one, yeah. We don't know what the water one does? What, what was the vision we saw? No, yeah, we you, don't know what that one does. You've not seen that one, yeah. Yeah. What about the one oh. on top right? The sun. Oh, yeah, we did see that one. That one's gonna explode when somebody touches it. Not not right right, right away. It's gonna explode like a couple a few seconds after they touch it. I, th- I think Eric said the vision was like what they touch it and then run away and then it blows up. So if you if you notice what happened to the moonbeam, you're not sure if the same thing happened, but Edmund touched it and now about you know seconds later on his next turn, it then erupted into a beam of light. Okay. Well, uh, Frey's blocking the doorway, so I have no option but to touch the water here and see what happens. Okay. You reach out and touch the water, and you can see from this watery planet the texture suddenly animate and waves um, surge forth, and it looks like they are going to burst out of this planetary um, body shortly. Mm. Let me jump back. <laughs> So half of these are good, half of these are bad. It's kind of where we're landing. <laughs> so I was right here. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Let me just jump over to this side. And, <laughs> oh, look. I can see a knot thick in the shadows. Mm-hmm. In the shadows. feet. All right. Let me uh, thorn whip it. Boom. Oh shit! Wow! <laughs> a critical hit from our artificer. Is that our? I feel like that's the first crit we've had a thorn whip specifically. Maybe, yeah. Be could be. And I yanked that beast ten feet closer. Yeah, let me update our giveaway here. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> Oh, 
Alright, uh, for 25 damage, my goodness. And that is a massive damage on save for this Nothar, which looks slightly stronger than the others. Uh, so half the damage would be 12, so it does make the save barely. But it is yanked closer, which is basically right in front of Ray. Yay! Doesn't like that. Bray, surrounded by Nothics. I don't care. Yep, they will run up to you, and since you recklessly attacked, they will do the same to you with advantage. 22. That one hit. Yeah, that hits. For four slashing. And 21. Or seven slashing. Whatever. Where where is that one at? Uh it's the other side of Frey. I, yeah, I got I got two that it, are still is, alive. Is it here? Oh, I'm closing the door. Is it it's, it's the one right next to Frey? There's one here and then there's another one here. Oh I see. Okay. Uh this other one Frey uh, will actually I... stand back and attempt to stare at you with its rotting gaze. A con save, so you can flex your con save. <laughs> like that sweet, sweet con save. I have a plus ten to my con <laughs> save. All I need is a three. Yeah. And I got a seven. Barely makes it. Yep. <laughs> Nothics are she, now. Uh, she just raises one eyebrow. What have we learned, Nothics? All right, we have a buffed thimbleweed. Um, Edmund, you were. Uh, Raymond, you were controlling Thimbleweed. We gave it to Chris temporarily, but you can have control again if you would like. <laughs> what's uh, what's he buffed with? Uh, you are concentrating on enhance ability for Thimbleweed, buffing his strength because he was holding the door shut, which uh, helped save you a, a few Nothic attacks. Yeah, but I, I don't know if it matters anymore because he's... Yeah, the door yeah. is now destroyed. He's got advantage on strength checks, though. <laughs> Until you stop doing it. All right, um, and you said to drive up. What's his speed? 35. Uh, but we feels empowered, so he's going to try to grapple this Nothic in the door at number four. <laughs> he does see he's empowered. What was it, athletics check, I guess? Uh, yes. Versus it's... Oops. That was Thimbleweed. Bad extra athletics. You also have advantage on it because of the... Peace. Because of what? Because of the bull... Because the uh, the spell. The bull strength. Mm. Okay. I have an advantage, but you are definitely able to grapple the Nothic. Okay. And uh, is this thing in the center, can I walk on top of it, or is it raised? Uh, it is a... It's essentially an obstacle. I just didn't want to put... Um, hmm. It's a okay. giant... Uh, you know, like uh, those big... Uh, uh, warriors, what they're called. The, the big uh, 3D images of the solar system. It, so it's a giant like sphere that's crashed to the ground. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> oh, that the water one's about to explode, right? 
throw him next yeah. to the water one. Let's uh. And this one, this one's still beaming. Throw him, into the, throw him into the water. Okay. Yeah, you can move it basically half your speed to drag it along. Yeah, and then throw him in the water sphere. Uh, Put it in there. Put okay, in there just somewhere. kind of like on the general area. Yeah. Alright, we've got this Nothic, which unfortunately does not have any of its allies near it. That's not good. Um, It's going to attack you, Frey. Okay. It does have advantage. It already attacked me. Uh, This one? Yeah. No, number four attacked you. Number four that just got dragged into the... You attacked me twice then with number four? Yeah. They attack twice. They do. <laughs> and so does this one, in fact. Also, I'm realizing that uh, it doesn't need allies, but it has advantage. And since you're actually attacked, it does have advantage, which means it can apply its sneak attack damage. So what? eight slashing, six psychic. And it deals an extra eight damage. Uh, because it has advantage on the attack roll. Okay. I don't care. Total of 22. Mm-hmm. And then a second attack. Five will hit for 13 damage. Why is this one adding psychic damage? What's adding the psychic? It is a nastier breed of Nothic that appears to be much stronger. <laughs> able to do scarier attacks. Okay, whatever. And it will also bonus action disengage and slink away around a corner. Oh, you gonna make me chase you? Mm. <laughs> Don't leave on. <laughs> <laughs> I lure her away from the tower. She runs into the city. We never, never see her again. <laughs> oh, she's having the time of her life. She's just killing Nothics left and right. <laughs> yeah, to this day, she's still in that city. <laughs> to this day. All right, well, Robin, you still have the flying spell around you. I do. Oh, I don't know what to do. I can't really see. I'll fly over this thing down here. I don't see any Nothics. No Nothics. Maybe you need to come I... outside. <laughs> there might be Maybe. more Nothics. There, there might be. Uh, shoot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I don't really have any kind of, like... <laughs> he just flies around in circles. I mean, there, there's a Nothic <laughs> inside. I don't know if you saw this one. It was thrown... Oh, right, right. The it one was, that, yeah, yeah, the one that Edmund threw. It was man. grabbed by uh, Thimbleweed and then kind of thrown onto this, uh, like, surge. Like, you can see the water starting to surge out right, of this spear. Back away from that, too. I forgot about that. Um. Okay, yeah, he will... Um. Viciously mocked that that nothing that got thrown into a water sphere. The indignity of it all, <laughs> being thrown into what water that maybe he liked it. He hasn't probably hasn't seen non-solid water in quite some time. Non-solid water. A wisdom save. A wisdom save. All right, seven psychic. And I believe it has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. That. 
All right. Um, and then right. he will um, read a few more words since since Frey is charging out into the um, into that the good fields, night. Into that good night, he will uh, write some words about Frey's courage and daring do, and he will give her uh, inspiration. Yay! <sighs> sweet, sweet inspiration. All right, uh, you hear the shouts and screams of more Nothics, Frey, and the rest of you as well. Dead. Um, rushing out, and you can see, obviously I've got limited vision here, but you see, like, general city around you, and, and you just, like, very left for dead, where you hear that scream, like, kind of, you know, the big crescendo, and then all of a sudden a, a small horde uh, kind of runs towards you all. Okay... And Frey, you've got another one of those um, purple-eyed uh, Nothics coming at you. And Frey, perhaps, perhaps you want to come back inside <laughs> and let the horde come to us. We have exploding balls in here that can probably do damage to them. Brought to you by Big Nut. <laughs> <laughs> Big Nuts and exploding balls. Big Nuts exploding balls. Uh, and this one will attack you with advantage. 23 will hit for 10 plus 2. It will do its you sneak attack for an extra point. 7, so for 19 damage. And okay. a second claw attack, 20 mm -hmm. for 12 damage. I have no idea how excited I was when Frey said the words, I don't think I'm going to rage this fight. <laughs> And it will bonus action disengage as well, and just like go to the other side. You can see now they're like loping and trying to like act like um, kind of predators with a, a single prey. Hyenas and a zebra. I feel like we. Yep. Um, and then Frey, from a distance, one of them uh, targets you with a rotting gaze. Okay. See this one running up and just, um, instead of closing the distance, it just stares down at you. But yeah, you're able to just plant your feet and stare back. All right, Celeste's turn. Um, let's see here. Um. Anything happens that nothing in the water? Uh, not yet. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, it was viciously mocked by Valravin, I guess. <laughs> I guess that happened. That did happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, you all have heard the sounds of more Nothics running in, and you see Frey just taking a bit of a beating at the entrance to the door. Hmm. Okay. Well... Hmm. What is... Is that... Oh, okay. Celeste will come up and uh, kind of walk in front of Frey for half a second. 5, 10, 15, 5, 10, 15. In a 15-foot cone, she will cast Burning Hands. 
if I have that ability. Because you should be able to hit both of those Nothics up here. If I did the math right. The two on the left? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Let's see here. Because I think there's a way I can cast it at a higher level hand. I'm reading this real quick. Ah, da -da. Yeah, alright. Searing Arc Strike. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, I can spend two key points to cast Burning Hand Spell as a bonus action. I can spend additional key points to cast Burning Hands as a higher level spell. Each additional key point you spend increases... Uh oh, Christopher fell off. There's a bonus action? If I do the Searing Arc Strike, it counts as a bonus action, yes. Hmm. Would you like me to put here? There you go. <clears throat> okay. Oh, so it's kind of like Flurry of Blows, except you're yeah. doing this instead of two attacks. Okay. Yeah. And she's got movement out the ass here. Yes, indeed. To 20. So she's actually going to have to go 20 or 30. Hit this guy first, because she has to do the attack action. Yeah, yeah, Dimnix just said Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there, Dimnix. I see it. <laughs> I can... <laughs> Alright, so... 28 probably hits him. Yields. For six. And then... Immediately as a bonus action... We will spend the key points. Two key points to cast the spell. I'm assuming we're going to long rest very soon after this one, you guys. <laughs> it's a full assumption, but uh, it has been a while since you've been in here. Yeah. Yeah, let's see here. You can spend additional key points to cast Burning Hands as a higher level spell. Each additional key point you spend increases the spell's level by one. The maximum number of key points, two, plus any additional points that you can spend on the spell equals half of your monk level. I mean, she's... But you're thinking you're in a long rest, and yet you still are like, I don't think I'm going to rage for this for this survival fight. <laughs> I might rage for a minute. This is somebody else's character sheet. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm going to burn through all the resources. Yeah. I mean, so um, that, the monk gets back on a short rest, so they absolutely should be yeah. burning through those resources. Absolutely. See, that's why. <laughs> um, so we'll spend, like... Because we can already cast it at first level. I can spend, like... Four more key points to do it for like four levels above that so it casts it at a fifth level is that right hmm. odm of graciousness i yeah sure let's go with that all right cool so burning hands at a fifth level after monk. yeah i can spend up to half the monk level which is six. I'm assuming we're rounding down on that. I'm going to spend four. Okay. So it's already one. So two, three, four, five. Uh, all right. So we're going to hit number one and then whatever this guy is up here. Yep. Okay. And my 15 foot cone of, cra of craziness. DC of zero. That's going to be tricky. Yeah, no, it's a 15. Alright, this is, uh, yeah, dex. Alright, bottom guy is a fail. Top one. Uh, did not have vantage, so it's also a fail. 
21 points of damage, fire damage. 21 points of fire damage, alright. That was a bonus action. Yeah. So she still has a second attack. Yep. Which, if this guy next to her is still alive, she'll hit him again. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, 16 does hit, yep. 12 more bludgeoning damage. Right. It's not Frey, this is Celeste. Yeah. And then because she did the hit, she has that crazy I can run away shit. Yes. The timing it's of that is hilarious. Just hit once, <laughs> hit again, yeah. and run away. It's <laughs> very rapid. Yep. Yeah. There we go. All right, Frey, now it's your turn. It's my turn. Three, four. There's still four Nothics. I'm afraid I really would recommend maybe coming in the building. I hear a whole horde of them coming. Possibly a horde to have. I, I, I don't know if you hear that or not. Quite loud. Uh, yeah. There's probably <laughs> bad. Uh, are Nothics humanoids? I think we covered this before because I, I think somebody tried to cast a spell on them. I don't think they are. Either abominations or something. Uh, I have checks that you can roll for that, but unfortunately the checks also I kind think, of... I think we've tried to cast humanoid spells on Nothics before, like this okay. campaign, like, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. we first came here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think you might be right. I think you've determined they are far removed from uh, humanoid. Alright, so... We've all shared... Our feelings? Yeah. Hasn't shared today. <laughs> Sorry, let's see what the movie's doing. Um, all right. <clears throat> you said there were stairs back here. Yeah, but you can see the stairs wind for a long time. It's not just like a stairs to the next level. It goes. You'd be pretty committed. They're in the very back of the tower, and they just kind of wind for when you you look up there, and you see the very high ceiling. So there is another area supposedly up there. How high is the ceiling? Uh, that's a great question that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> make something <laughs> up, because... Yeah. Uh, let's say it goes for 60 feet. Okay. Um, I will sit back here and ready in action. Um... Uh, I will ready my wand of magic mints. And we'll go from there. 30 feet, actually. It looks like it's 30 feet. That's shorter than I thought. It was only 30 feet up? No, I'm going to I'm gonna go with my original 60 feet. I'm changing that. I'm going to make it 60 feet. I want this to be a much bigger tower. It's a taller tower. It's a taller tower, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay. going to... I'll want I'll ready in action. As soon as uh, an, one of the, uh, the bigger Nothics comes in the door... I will hit it with the Wand of Magic Mints. Okay. Uh, you're going to have your wish because we've got a Nothic screaming into the room. Not the little Nothic, the big Nothic. Oh, okay. It's a little That's Nothic. Because... She's saving it. For uh, it. Specifically yeah. a bigger one. Okay. Uh, this one comes screaming in and we'll use Token Fate to determine the first one that makes it inside will attack Thimbleweed. With its clawed attacks. 
I think nine's gonna do it. I don't think eighteen does it either. Thimbleweed's got that wow. nice thick carapace. <laughs> that nice thick carapace. You know, they we all like we it. all love to see it. Yeah, Thimbleweed flexes all four of his upper arms. <laughs> uh, Valen will, and somebody's right next to her. Uh, cast. She will um, cast a spell, and you see her whole hand um, becomes wreathed in shadow, and um, just feels the you feel the necrotic energy cobbing off of it. And then she reaches out to try to uh, grab this Nothic forcefully. She's like emboldened. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it misses terribly. Yeah. Damn it. She's back. Back to our normal performance. <laughs> I flew too close to the sun. I knew you were useless. <laughs> Edmund, at the start of your turn, the uh, this sphere explodes, or sorry, it, it water <laughs> gushes out of it and slams into the room itself, um, which does hit the Nothic. And I think manages to narrowly miss Frey. You just dumb luck put into a right spot. Uh, I will literally show you what it looks like on the map for. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> How it, okay. This huge tidal wave comes like from ten feet above and just fires down like a giant wave, slamming this Nothic around, um, and just crashes in the middle of the room where nobody else is except this Nothic. Ironically. <laughs> Uh, which is a dex save, I believe. Wait, yeah. Does it not take damage? Uh, yes. He gets to make a dex save. I think he's prone. I don't know. Because... I mean, he, need get, he need to get thrown in there. Right. <laughs> uh, prone action does not affect dex saves. Interestingly enough. Okay. So he will... Roll a dex save... Uh, fails terribly. Uh, Edmund, I'll let you roll the damage, which is 4d8. Wow. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's... Okay, so he takes 19 damage, and he remains prone. Crushed <laughs> uh, by that water. Yeah. Tidal wave uh, dissipates. It's the one-time thing, and I'll say he gets knocked into, like, here. All right, now it is your turn. You saw all that happening, like, in that instant. Um. At, at the same so time, just... uh, sorry, it, this should happen last turn, I think, actually. But you see the this orbital beam over here uh, wink out. Is the door still intact? Could I just close it? It is no longer intact. It has been thoroughly destroyed through multiple attacks and then a radiant blast. Now, for the DM to like lock a door open, I don't think. <laughs> I just realized. Right, like for, I can for lock it to where you can't open it, but I can't lock it to where you can't close it. Can you just remove the thing? I don't know. I don't that know. would be I, the I, way, I, actually. Yeah, I, I wouldn't play any of that. Yeah, I could literally remove it, so you can no longer do that. Yeah. Right. But it sounds like more Nautics are coming. Right. Is that what you said? Uh, yes, that is what I said. I got Four and a half. Uh, yes, you, you've heard more coming. Frey can confirm that. Uh, and you continually hear, yeah, howling from a distance. And 
Have we achieved what we wanted in here yet, or not yet? Nope. We're trying to go up these stairs, but it, we're like, I don't know, we're, we're being swarmed by these Nothics, so we can't really, like... Yeah, each of these towers has had a thing you need to do, or something you need to investigate, or somebody you need to talk to, or a puzzle you need to solve, or something going on, but this one you just have a battle to survive so far. Okay. It's hard, it's hard for us to actually figure out what we need to do with this tower while we've got Nothics pouring in. <laughs> um... Well, maybe we should nominate somebody to uh, try to investigate. All right, let's. Uh... I nominate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Let's, let's use my scroll of wall of water. Oh. Lay it on me. I'm going to uh, drop my concentration on Thimbleweed. His muscles will go flaccid. Oh, so flaccid. So flaccid. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to do it at the uh, point of the door. Conjure up a wall of water at a point you can see within the range. You can make the wall up to 30 feet long, 10 feet high, and 1 foot thick. Uh, the wall space is difficult terrain. Any ranged weapon that enters the wall space is disadvantaged the attack roll, and fire damage is halved. Those that deal cold damage uh, can freeze it solid. Okay. No, as I'm reading this stream, I don't know that this actually does anything to prevent anyone from just walking through yeah, it. Yeah, the main thing it does is A, difficult terrain, and B, it's, it has disadvantage oh, on ranged okay. weapons and half damage on fire. You have neither seen them use fire nor ranged weapon attacks. Um, well, it might, like, slow them down at least. It would slow them down yeah, yeah. for... That's it's true. only a foot thick, so I guess it would be... Right? Or... 30 feet long... Yeah, it's one foot thick. Yeah. It would make them go double rest. I mean, yeah, you put it right there at the entrance. Through, through, through one of the things, yeah. Um, It doesn't go to any classes, so I don't have to roll anything, right? Uh, does that work? Doesn't seem, doesn't seem to well, or is it saying that no one has it on their list? Is it normally a spell you can... Yeah, what's our rule for that? This oh. is a scroll, right? <clears throat> it is a scroll. Scroll. I, I like our new rules. The only thing I don't like about them is it requires us to look up what... <laughs> what um, Wall of Water is on the Druid, Sorcerer, and Wizard spell list. Okay, so if it's not, you can still attempt to use it. You must succeed on a skill check. Which ones did you say? Wizard. Uh, Druid, Wizard, and Sorcerer. So, uh, Edmund, you can roll either an Arcana or... Nature check with 10 plus the spell levels. Anybody know what Wall of Water level is? So I gotta get a 13 or a 14. Well, what level is it? Uh, it's a three. level 3. Okay, yes. so you'd have to make a DC 13 Arcana or Nature check to successfully cast it. If you fail, it's consumed and you must roll in the Wild Magic Surge table. Is this a skill check? Yes. He barely nice. susses it out. <laughs> you think you might stumble <laughs> like, over yeah. a few words when you're doing it, but you see it waver a little bit. Yeah, and the wall <laughs> like it's quite gonna make it, but he manages to pull through. It's like brackish the water. The fastest on the wrong syllables. <laughs> That's right. Not the cleanest. All right, so you're able um, to. But that's my turn. Yeah. All right, I'll I'm be right it. back. Okay. I was trying to Don't take them a week. Ooh! No, I'm not going till later. Okay. 
I can combo this though. Something like that. Kakakombo! Alright, uh, this Nothic will stand up and has some enemies in its way. Um, it feels viciously mocked, however. Well, it feels viciously mocked by a gentleman 20 feet up in the sky, I mind you. Right, but it, so it knows it would not attack very effectively. Oh, uh, okay. It feels that, so maybe instead it would just try to gaze at somebody. Oh, okay, that's fair. And use its gaze. <laughs> it can also do that in the sky. So. It, it can, and but it's a target-rich environment, so it's going to use uh, mm. token fate to uh, look around, because these guys are motivated more by madness than anything else. And it's going to target Celeste. Celeste. With its rotting gaze, uh, it's a con saving throw. Okay. Take a terrible roll of necrotic mm -hmm. damage. Oh. oh, that wasn't even more terrible wow. con saving throw. <laughs> yeah, it was. This takes eight necrotic damage. Okay. And uh, this Nothic feels better about itself. Longer viciously mocked. Um... And it stands up and uh, turns. I guess it engages with Celeste. That's fine. All right, from the distant howls, this one um, is incredibly interested in the water and runs up to the wall of water and just starts like drinking at it and attempting to interact with it. So it feels uh, momentarily distracted by the water. <laughs> Uh, Are you ready oh, shit. to see the coolest combo? <laughs> is it done while having a baby strapped to your chest? Because <laughs> that's very impressive. I hope you're ready to see this cool combo as Thimblewee pulls out his white dragon scale shield and blasts. Oh, yeah, there you go. I was thinking the same thing. That's I was thinking the exact clever. same thing. That's great. That's, I love it. You can freeze it. This is like yep. some, some Divinity Original Sin shit, too, because you can it combo really the is. elemental yeah. effects. <laughs> or cover the battlefield in oil and set that oil exactly. on fire. Exactly. He blasts a wave of freezing energy in a 30 foot cone towards that wall of water. Okay. Each now, I assume you don't want to be between Valin and Valravin when you do this. Uh, this what? is Thimbleweed doing it, technically. It's oh, it's Thimbleweed. Thimbleweed Shield. Oh, oh okay. Thimbleweed oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't change the name. It's Thimbleweed. Yeah, it that, okay. that's why it's comboing, because it was Edmund's spell right. and then Thimbleweed's magic item doing it. Gotcha, gotcha. Alright, so what this does is it freezes spells that deal cold damage that pass through the wall, cause the area of the wall they pass through to freeze solid. Each 5 foot square frozen section is AC of 5 and 15 hit points. That's awesome. That's great. Essentially freezes the whole thing. Okay, that'll be a nightmare to keep track of. Um, <laughs> so it's you, have a, the, you have to give your line a, a hit point. A hit point <laughs> dial, <laughs> yep. So that is a con save. There's only one. Oh no, sorry, two right here. All oh, right, one right in front of me. Um, what is uh, DC 13? Okay. All right, this is the top one. Fails, and the bottom one succeeds. I need some damage. Like the top one takes a full 16. Old damage and their speed is reduced to zero for one minute. One minute. So they are just encased in ice. Yeah, That's... they're lower half. Wow. I'm gonna whip them, I guess. Yeah. And then and that then... wall is now 
I, and I, a, a, an ice wall. Bottom one takes it. Yeah, and it becomes an ice wall. That's very cool. Very cool. I, yeah, I'm impressed. You had a plan. You had a plan. You had a plan. Yeah, I'm gonna say like I, I was like I don't know what this wall of water is gonna do exactly, but yeah, you, you pulled it off. Yep, and then that one on the other side is taking a heavy beating. All right. Crafting, but you want to know a secret? But you didn't plan it. <laughs> you were just looking through the sheet going, oh shit, can you do cold as, damage? As you were reading the description of Wall of Water and I heard that, I, it, yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean... <laughs> it, it, I will say it helps to have played Thimbleweed multiple times to know that his shield does do that. Oh, yeah. And I don't that's think when it hit. I was yeah. like, all right, don't take Thimbleweed's action. I'll be right back. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen him do it, though. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's very nice. All, all right, guys. Nice. Yeah. Now we've got time to explore this tower. <laughs> Um, I, mean, I some of us have to stand back and fight a little bit, but at least this will give us some time. I want to give you inspiration. I'm not sure to give it to you or to Thimbleweed. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to give it to both of you. Yes, that's the best way it, I can was, do it. It was a combo. Yeah. It was a combo. Yeah, it was. It was actually very impressive. Yeah, combo. Did right. you take points off of my character? I take points off of you. I have not touched your character. Okay. Bray? Like, like yeah, hit points, like hit, yeah, hit points. I have not touched it. Alright. Alright, uh, so each of these walls has 15 hit points and AC of 5. That's going to buy you at least one turn as this one comes up and is equally fascinated with the wall but then starts scrabbling at it. And it attempts to attack the wall. Does hit. I'm going to rule that the wall doesn't take psychic damage, though. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and a second attack. 6 plus 10 is 16. So that one does manage to break through that section. But it's certainly... Uh... Well, but, yeah, it wasted his turn. But also, as that ice wall breaks, this yep. is one of the bigger Nothics coming into Frey's field of view, right? Yes. As soon as it breaks through, yes, you see a big Nothic like come into view and step through the end of the door way. Sweet. Having just very triumphantly destroyed. Also, uh, you only broke a five foot square. Yeah, technically the there are other there. bits, it, it, but it's going along. The, yeah, yeah, this is it's ten feet high. Also, that's true. Oh, it's true. You just broke a section. I broke a section of it. Yeah. We'll have to remember that, but. It's it's got a path that it opened essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so phrase ready to action does go off if you would like to use it. Uh, trying to remember how this how many darts I get. Oh, it's yeah. the Wanda magic missiles. So it's, yes, I can never. Remember. I, you I, you I, get I, three I, originally, and they yeah. it's three, and they do one d four plus one force damage. So three d four plus three. And then higher levels does one more for each level above first. So you, but you don't want to use them all because then it'll then it has a chance yeah. to break. I, four, I, I'm five, pretty sure six, I remember that it was eight d eight d four plus eight. Plus eight. Yeah. If you want to use all but one of the charges. Yeah, which is what I want to do. Eight d four plus eight. I have it open on here. I was trying to do the math. Right I there. literally on my last character I wrote that down like max usage eight d four plus eight as like a as it's it's always how you would use it, right? You never like do like little. 
you know, little little. This bits is of this is the Simpsons result. episode where he's got the cursed donut and he's like, "Don't ever finish this donut, or you have to, or you lose <laughs> your soul." And then he comes in at night and he just eats it, and then the whole trial scene happens. <laughs> nice. You unleash a volley a volley of twenty seven magic missiles, which slam into this very trampet, not that they can actually kill it. So what happens is very cool. It just like breaks through this wall of ice. <laughs> You know, it's very freaky, and then just fray, just a volley of perforates this creature as it just falls over. And the doorway is just nice. choked with bodies. And then from the howls and screams, another Nothic rushes up. And we'll do a token fate between. Thimbleweed uh, and Valin, since they are still in front. And this one goes after Valin. It's claw attacks. Wow. Valin just stands strong with her armored uh, exterior. Just cring, cring. Oh, I could get used to this. Valravin's still flying around. Yeah. Is... Question, is that moon still have a laser beam no. firing into it? No, it was oh, just for one round. Yep. Okay. At this point, the only one that hasn't been activated is the sun. Okay. I'm going to have to use a higher level spell softener than one for this, but I feel like this it would be funny. Uh, let's see... 15. All right, but Robin's going to fly over to the sun, which she'll also warn Frey, like, this this, this might explode in a minute, dear. You might want to step, take a, step, a few couple steps back. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hold on, look something up real quick. You remember the story of Icarus? <laughs> <laughs> He's literally flying close to the sun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, he is going to place his hands on the sun here. What if I had this one just explode in his face just for funsies? Just, just for that element? <laughs> your, your vision was wrong. <laughs> All right, you place your hands on there and you feel this heat building up and coalescing. What okay. the hell about Robin? Did you have he's a plan? Gonna, he's going to come back another 15 feet. And he is going to cast, because he's only got a level 7 spell slot. Yeah, you all his high-level spells already. He's going to upcast this. He's going to cast Hand wow. of the Author. And he is... The hand is going to materialize, uh, materialize, materialize. Around, around number four, and it's going to attempt to grab him as it materializes. Okay. Got a large Big B's hand, or as you call it, That's the Hand right. of the Author. That's right. This is the grasping hand. It's a strength score grapple. So uh, mine's a plus uh, plus eight. That's his, that's his strength. That's pretty good. I can't beat that, although it tries to stand just to wriggle free. Yep. And the hand is going to grasp this Nothic and then just press it into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like, just move it next to the side. Just like, like, like it's pressing something against glass. Wow. 
All right, you, yeah, you push it up against the sun, and it's like wriggling like crazy. Um, it looks like it actually does damage when it grabs, though, too. Oh, right. Target um, the advantage check while the hand is grappling. Oh, no, sorry. You use a bonus action to have the hand oh, crush right. it. Yep. Take a bonus action cast. Now it's an action, so. You could use I the could bonus action to do too. crush or unless you want to do something. I will bonus. also do that. Yeah, yeah, just for the hell of it. I will 2d6 plus, what, what is my spellcasting modifier? Um, Probably pretty good. I guess 10, yep. Or that's my spellcasting ability modifier or? Uh, whatever your charisma modifier is, yeah. Okay, okay. So five. So it's a uh, 2d6. All right, so it does 12 damage as it's pressing it into the sun. Okay, yeah. You see you, like, nearly squeeze the life out of this creature by itself. <laughs> like, blood oozing out, and your bones cracking and popping. It's just, like, flailing about desperately. And that's my turn. All right. Um, on this next round, you hear more howls and screams and hear a much um, more sinister, off-key howl than you've ever heard these Nothics scream before. And we got more Nothics. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, This one will rush into the room and attack Thimbleweed as being the closest. Target rich environment, everybody's standing around. But Thimbleweed's got uh, pretty good AC. 22 I think does beat him. 22 does hit. I scratched him for eight slashing. Oh, there goes his 10 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nothic Stalker, let's see, 5 and 15, 20, 25, 30. It's getting real crowded in here now. Um, We'll also target Thimbleweed, seeing him just take a vicious blow. This is one that did receive a, uh, is wounded. Earlier. Twenty-one does hit, yeah, for a tie. So it deals eleven damage, plus it can add its sneak attack on there because it has its allies, so it has another six. So seventeen. Second attack is not is gonna be deflected. All right, now. Uh, Robin, I like your idea regarding the sun, but how do you know it won't explode us all in here? I I don't. Do, 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 do the visions like show how big how, how big the radius of this explosion is? I don't even know. Uh, it was hard to tell. It seemed pretty big yeah. though. Okay, I, I don't. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I I guess that was a. I would guess an exploding star like the sun would fill up a whole room. Well, I certainly hope not. I'm flying over here. Think this one through, did you? Alright, <laughs> the one outside not, targets Celeste with its rotting gaze. Need another con save. Wow, that is super bad damage. It's I rolled three ones. three ones and a two. Almost the worst possible damage you could roll. So she takes five necrotic damage from a four D6. Good lord. <laughs> Alright, Celeste. Um, let's see here. Ooh, what is that? Not the preeminent. That sounds scary. That's, that's, <laughs> never heard of that before. Oh, the flavors of Nothic. Well. Brought to you by Expanded Towers of Magic. Okay. 
Alright, so I guess she'll just hit number 7. 16 hits, right? It does. For 11. Does a 15 hit? 15 does hit. For 7 more. Okay. Bonus action, unarm strike. 11 probably doesn't hit. Does not. And she's gonna be stepping back. Okay. If uh, if that sun's been touched, she's gonna go up the stairs. <laughs> she had. Uh, sixty feet. <laughs> 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. So she can actually. So is she literally gonna go like twenty feet up the stairs? Yeah. If that sun's been touched, she's gonna book it up the stairs. Okay. All right. Yeah, you hear a very frightening, whispering, almost like chanting. And this one even says to seem some kind of intelligence. It's like magic. It's astromagic. You've heard, you've heard all the Nautics do this, I guess, to some extent. But this one appears a little bit more coherent and scarier. Yeah. Uh. It can make it to 10, 15, 30. All right, you see it stand in the doorway, this large kind of albino with this almost circular bug eye instead of a normal eye. None of them had normal eyes. None of them have really normal eyes, that's true. Um, and you see it's just eye pulse for a moment as it attempts to reach out and psychically strangle your brains. Ooh. Do you have uh, some art for that that we can look at? Or I, uh, no, I don't. I have to have the token or thing. This is literally from the Expanded Towers of Magic, so it was okay, yeah. probably from uh, oh, okay. free stock yeah. art, but just different kind <laughs> of Nothic versions, I guess. Yeah, it's good, like, a, like a Hypno-Todai. It's just like <laughs> a, swirling in the middle, yep. Yeah. So it's going to do its Mind Flare ability, target each non-Nothic creature within 30 feet that it can see. Um, it can barely see Edmund. I think Valravin's a little too far because he's in flight. Wow. And it will target Thimbleweed and Valen. But uh, I need Wisdom saves. Valen's a pretty good Wisdom. Nope, no, not really. <laughs> yep. Taking 14 psychic damage on a failed save. Uh, roll for a Thimbleweed, too, if you could. Thimbleweed takes half damage. Only nice. seven. I didn't see that ability roll, by the way. I that was oh, yep, it was whispered to me. My bad. Uh, also, have we gone this entire combat without music? or, or... I can hear it. Oh. oh, weird. It's just me, then. Uh, that 14 is, uh, 48. I rolled pretty bad on it. That was for me. Uh, that's what it does. And it steps back a bit. Ray. Um, again, that sun's been hit, right? <laughs> sun happen. has been touched by Valravin, I believe. So you see, you can feel like the heat and energy's building up right there. And right now there's a giant hand pressing Anothic against it. If she feels heat, she's gonna beat feet. <laughs> That's true. She's... You feel the heat, then beat feet. <laughs> yeah. But first, I'm gonna throw my javelin of lightning at oh, this one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 
What a great use. <laughs> yeah, it They're is. They're all, like, like pouring to the door. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Where is that button at? Perfect. All right. Yes, it's ever so convenient. And I can just see this one right here. So. That's a corpse. No, it doesn't have an X on it. Number this two one? down there? Outside? Number two? Not the number two that's dead, but the number two to the south of it. Yeah. Uh, this one? Yeah. Okay. See that far. I can see down to here, but I don't see a red X on it. This one does. This one is a corpse. Okay, maybe it's. All right. I have to get a little closer. Yeah. Closer. All right, I'm not getting any closer. Uh, so instead, <laughs> I mean, we can still hit this one, and we'll still hit everybody else. It's fine. All right, so we'll hit number five then. Number five not gone in this long. Jeez. Well, it's like frozen in place. That's Oof. a 29 to hit. Almost a crit. Yeah, yeah it's close. Uh, okay. You need to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw with number three. Okay. So uh... it's going to take half damage. Lightning damage fails for half as much. So it'll take six lightning. Okay. And then the guy in the back takes all of it. Are gonna hit target takes? Yep. So uh, twenty-three. Yep. Okay. And he just now has a light, a javelin, that's crackling, <laughs> sticking rock. out of his. And chair. his like feet are frozen in place, so that one's really having <laughs> a, a bad time. Yeah, it's just. How's it not dead? Like, come on now. Right? That was a, apparently a particularly beefy one, yeah. <laughs> I, I rolled hit points for all these guys, and I got the gamut. Alright, and in that case, for her move, she's going to run up the stairs 30 feet. <laughs> because, you know, it's a fucking fireball. I'm trying to remember what the radius on those fuckers are. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Um, I bet they didn't move far enough away now. <laughs> And then, well, I'm trying to remember. Fireball. There it is. Uh, 20-foot radius, so 40-foot diameter. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to use my uh, thank you, Stan and Visitor, on the Discord chat. I appreciate this. I'll use my Misty Step to go an additional 30 feet up. Oh. Oh. So now I am 60 feet away from this fucker. Okay. I am clear of the fireball. What did you have Misty sent from? That's the Codicil of Light. Oh, I give you top. Okay, cool. Yep. I am now a Misty Stepping Barbarian. Nice. Um, when you get to that height, you can finally see the top ceiling of this place, and the stairs just kind of end at a ladder and a trap door in the ceiling. Okay. But I'm 60 feet. Yeah. Up, so I'm I'm safe from the fireball that's about to go You've off. You've got a great view of the action. I do. I don't do fire. Mm -mm. All right, uh, another Nothic. That's the problem. If she feels fire, she goes in the opposite direction. She's <laughs> that's that's very true. Yeah, no, you're I'm, I'm very very now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're you're getting out of there. 
I'll be right back. Uh, these Nothics are having a problem getting in here, guys. You need to start killing Nothics. There's just too many Nothics. <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> too <laughs> many Nothics. And Valena's like, why don't we have any evocation wizards? <laughs> right. I can't believe I wish Valish Gaunt was here right now. <laughs> um, Target one of these two with a rotting gaze. Valen is in trouble. Nope, she actually makes the con save. Wow. Uh, and that's a nothing, I believe, if you make the save, yeah. Uh, so this one is encased and can't move. I don't, does that, I don't think that affects its thing, right? That's the, I think it was just the speed got it's reduced to zero. To zero? Yeah, 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 you can't move, yeah. All right, so we'll attempt to attack Thimbleweed. It's claws, a miss and a miss. Uh, Valen, I think she still has her vampiric touch-up. She probably was supposed to, is that a concentration? is uh let's just say she made the save on that because i don't feel like redoing that <laughs> um still have to until the spell ends you can make the attack again on each of your turns as an action all right so she'll just try to attack uh the purple light one in the middle and does how does this work show the spell description on a target that uh, the hit the target takes three d six necrotic damage and you regain hit points equal to half the amount of necrotic damage dealt. Deals eight damage and regains four damage. Like um, as much as I love fighting uh, non undead creatures, I could use some help up here. Edmund. <laughs> Oh, Robin, I still don't know what you've done, but I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I, I think we're safe over here. I'm not sure. I'll let you test that theory, and you let me know if you uh, aren't burnt to a crisp. Will do. But uh, he's going to run 30 feet, which takes him to the bottom of the staircase. Okay. And his action will be to dash even further. Man, everybody's just... This is the part of the Horde event where I was like, we gotta fucking pull back. <laughs> yeah. Especially once you see a barbarian just turn tail and absolutely sprint. It's like, yeah, the rest of the party's like, well, yeah. we're fucking out of here. Yep. Anyway, is there a new map or anything? Or uh, I don't have a new map for the stairs, no. You'll have to be... Uh, 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 Frey is at the top oh. of the stair, like 60 feet up. Uh, and I mentioned there's a, a it, the stairs wind, 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 wind upward, and then eventually reach to a, a ladder with a trap door at the top. Can I, can I fly? Uh, yes, with your boots. Yeah. So can I like skip and get to the trap door, or how how high is it? Uh, sixty feet from the bottom. Oh, okay. So right now I'm like thirty feet in the air. Then. Sure. Uh. This Nothic is stuck in your grasp, I guess? Yes. Uh, it will try to yeah. desperately look around and just stare at you, Valravin, with its rotting gaze. I think that's the best thing it can do. Alright. Uh, a con save. A con save, okay. Nope. That's 11. 11 necrotic. 
which I guess does trigger concentration. Oh yeah. This is a concentration spell. Can't save again, right? Uh, yes, DC 10. All right, all good. Now that comes in and attacks Thimbleweed. This is a uh, injured one. Got some good defenses, but it's his turn and he is completely surrounded. Well, not completely, it's yes. very surrounded. He looks around and sees the barbarian running, the monk running, <laughs> the artificer running. The sun is growing. Mm-hmm. Putting the movie in quite a difficult position. Are we getting out of here then? What's what's happening? Then will we trogs and then it just runs, taking attack opportunities. Really? No Four disengages? Guys? That's a lot of attacks opportunity. But he needs to run as far as possible. 35 feet gets him to the bottom of the stairs, but he needs to go higher. That's a bold choice. It's a lot of attacks, but yeah. It's a lot of attacks. <laughs> it's a lot of attacks. What was that? Three attacks? I, I mean, Four attacks, yeah. I, I don't think the sun's going to hit them. I mean, I'm not... Uh, I don't know, but I didn't think the sun was going to fill the whole room with fire. I don't... We'll find out, I guess. Anyway, I'm going to rely on his 21 AC. Okay. Full <laughs> choice. Yeah. Uh, we get three attacks from the Nothics and then one from the Stalker. Miss. 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 You lucky wow. asshole. Yep. And a miss. Look at that. Didn't even need 21 Jeez. AC. I rolled a three, you a six, rolled... a three, and a five. Wow. He just twirls away. And Nobody expected. <laughs> <laughs> we yep. beat, beat. Uses action to go another 35 feet up the stairs. Flynn's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I guess we are leaving. I didn't think we were doing, we were uh, retreating, but I suppose we are. Edmund yelled back, you're testing your theory, right? <laughs> I, I suppose so. And we see if Flynn so uh, goes down because everybody else is retreating. Although she does Ooh. have the armor-resistant skin. That's true, yeah. Uh, massive damage is a con. A for half the damage is 12, so she makes the save. Miss. Another Nothic running in here. This one can't even... This one runs in and looks at Frey and targets Frey with a rotting gaze. I am oh, 60 never feet mind. in the air. Yeah, I forget that. Uh, targets uh, Valravin. Uh, get on save. I'll have it step up. Yeah. I am rolling very bad on damage, though. But you guys are uh, failing saves, like left and right. We're, we're failing saves, yep. so it is, yeah. Product and a con save, and then your turn for concentration. Yeah. Concentration. Oh, uh, this is 10 or half damage, right? Oh, God. I don't have anything to do with this, too. Shit. Yep. Well, that sucks. The hand. Um, yeah. Yeah, the hand goes away. Wish that sun's still not exploded. It's taken a while. Oh, sorry. It happens at the start of your turn, doesn't it? Yeah, we just... Well, it, so it happened right now. 
it after the after the hand goes down because that was oh, a, okay and now at the start of your turn because you were the one to push it now the sun goes off okay so now what you see is a fireball as was anticipated uh blows up in a pretty sizable radius but not the whole room see i was right i knew what i was doing yep. <laughs> and i even had this nothing running there and get triggered by it right uh so that is uh deck saves this one's gonna die anyway it had nothing left it's gonna roll for this one uh actually makes the save but i will let uh, you roll for the fireball spell well robin which is 8d6 fire damage it's gonna take half of it 8d6 half of tw- that's a bad roll 20 half of 23 11. Gets a little crispy. Yep. Alright, now it is your turn. Now you've had all of the different things have gone off. That's right. Um. Hmm. Want to leave your oh, ally shoot. here to die. <laughs> well, she just needs to run, right? Like, wh- wh- when does she... She does, run? but it's fucking wild till her turn. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold person, hold mom. Okay. She literally, the last thing she said was like, come help me, and everybody just started turning around and leaving. No, no. <laughs> Didn't quite get the update on that. Um, let's see. 30 foot cone. Okay, 30 foot cone is really solid. I feel like I could probably hit like mo- all these suckers with a 30 mm. foot cone. Right? Like, even from where I'm at. We have to put, put it put a 30-foot cone on the map, but... I don't want to do that. I'd probably just play it by ear. And, <laughs> okay. And I'll, I'll give you the advantage I mean, of... From where I'm at, I feel, it looks like I can hit, like, most of these folks. Or take a step back, and i probably hit most of these folks. Well, Valen's still in the room right here. I don't, or do you want to well, hit her? That's true. Uh, can I actually choose on this? Um, no. It would, it would hit her, too. I might want to hit her with this anyway. <laughs> 30 foot is pretty me. That, it's up to you. Yeah, you can yeah. either do that or you can angle it in such a way, but you probably have to be close to her and then you'd have to probably miss some of them. Yeah, maybe one not that gets next to her or something. Well, this, this will help her get away at least. Um, when, when does <laughs> It's for your own good, dear. That's right. <laughs> she goes after a bunch of them. Okay. She's also got some uh stone skin on she, she'll be fine all right but robin's gonna pull out a gem of brightness and he's going to aim it at a, the entire room it's a 30 foot cut is huge it is so i don't know if there's any can he even hit oh that's 35 feet away no he can't quite hit the white one outside the room but okay everybody in the room is getting hit by a cone of brightness um, yeah, so they all have to make DC 15 con saving throws. And before Valravin does this, actually, mm-hmm. he will write some words. Um, he will write that the, the leader of the Nothic pack, or the lieutenant, says the leader was outside, <laughs> with the Christ purple Christ. eye, <laughs> with the purple eye, saw the blinding light coming for him, and instead of instinctually closing his giant bulbous eye 
opened it instead full force at the blast. He's going to give the number three, whatever it's called, uh, mm -hmm. a whatever it's, whatever it's called. My unsettling words. Unsettling words. This is a DC 15 con save. Zero damage, but for the blinded condition. The blinded condition. That's right. Which, unfortunately, she has to be included in as well. Yes. All right. All right. His party inspiration didn't matter. Top but... one makes it. Valin fails and becomes blinded. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Purple Eye fails and becomes blinded by the light. Mm-hmm. That Nothic becomes blinded, number one. Uh, six makes a save, five, and seven become blinded. So most of them are blinded. Yeah. Okay. Bright flash comes out. Damn you, Falrofen! <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, it'll be for the for, for your own benefit, I promise. Yes, I love fleeing when I can't see. That makes it so much easier. Just come to my voice. or come to the, the rest of our party's You're voices. floating in the air. <laughs> Alright, so blinded, they have disadvantage, they can repeat the save at the end of their turn. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, which I just, they can't use their running gaze either, because they have to, I think, see it, yep. And Bloom is currently there, so it will just run up to here and just try to make the save. Can't really do much. I guess you could try to dash its way up the stairs, but it can't really see. It's just blind. It's just kind of milling about right. this room it's kind of blinded. crazily. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's still blinded. Uh, this one is blinded, but it's still next to Valen, so it does attack with disadvantage. Well, will it? Because oh, because uh, Valen's blinded. It get advantage from her being blinded. the blind attacking the blind. Yeah, because it'd be normal. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Jeez. Damn. Does hit pretty nastily that one for four plus five is damage. Valen's tanking okay because she's got that buff. When does she go? She goes 12. I feel like she had an opportunity to run and she didn't run. No, she used her uh, vampiric <laughs> touch thing and was like, all right, everybody oh. come up here. And everybody turned around and left. <laughs> right, okay. Timing wasn't great. Anybody else on the map? <laughs> like, all right. This stalker runs in. This one is not. Am uh, I crazy? Like what? I'm still on the circle map at the bottom, but I don't Edmund have it. The next and... map I have is going through the trap door. Unfortunately, I don't have like a stair whale whale map. I did not expect everybody to be rushing up the stairs. For being honest. No, but uh, uh, like Edmund and Thimbleweed's tokens are gone. Uh, I see Thimbleweed's. I think they're just yeah, all right here. Well, on top of each oh, other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe you just can't see them. Yeah. Okay. Just, here too. All lined up. Oh, you just put them on top of each other. Okay. Okay. All right. I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> but it's just top top uh, line is the stairwell. Yeah. Uh, this one runs in and will. This one's not blinded, so it will attempt to target Val Robin with the running gaze. Great. More con saves. Yay! There's a lot of con saving tonight. Uh, make that one. Make that one. All right. Celeste. I forgot how far Celeste was. I think she was just barely up above the fireball. She probably felt that heat like. Uh, that's you, Heather. Okay. 
sorry. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I mean, she's not up the stairs. Technically, she was only up a little bit. Well, I, I ruled she was far enough away now I could hit by a fireball. <laughs> so she was at least like yeah. 20 feet up. Yeah. So I said a little bit. Not full, her full 60 feet. Mm -hmm. I guess we have to come back and deal with all these nothics. I mean, she's got range attacks, so... Not the only really. one right now is, you see Valen a lot of the Nothics are blinded, and then Valen is unfortunately also blinded. Robin's kind of flying around. <laughs> He's there also. <laughs> He's there also. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, why not? They're all still wonderfully grouped together. And a lot of them are blinded, so it's yeah. a good opportunity to, if we want to fuck with them. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we'll do... Uh, a searing sunburst again. Yeah. So that is a 20-foot radius sphere, so 40-foot diameter. Sorry, Valin. That's it, She did really just gonna get a pounding. <laughs> We're helping, we promise. Wow, yeah. that covers, like, the whole fucking room, all right. Yeah. Uh, so, and we'll use, uh, why not? Let's go ahead and use the last of our key points. <sighs> yeah, we'll pump that up. Each key point you spend to a maximum of three increases the damage by 2d6. So, we'll use all three, so that's 66 plus two more d6 makes 8d6. And we'll hit all the Nothics in the room again. Yeah. Ooh, I, that was bad. I did check bl uh, blinded affects attack rolls, but doesn't do anything with saves, apparently. Really? Even deck saves? I thought there was something about deck saves that you can see. Uh, this not that I can a see. Con save. Oh. It, it just it doesn't affect any saves from what I can tell. <laughs> All those fucking conditions are very specific. Wait, it, it says it can't seem automatically fails any ability checks that require sight. Yeah. Uh, but not a, not saving throws. Wow. That's dumb. <laughs> I guess that is a distinction, but that's, yeah, I, I assume that just would include those, but yeah, I guess you're right. That doesn't yeah, so any ability check would require sight, which basically, like, perception or investigation or stuff like that. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah well, group initiative. Maybe uh, they roll. Oh, sure, not group. Group save. This is, uh, con? Yeah. C15 with 23 damage, no damage on a save. Oh, Valin makes the save. Dynamite. Nice. Uh, actually, most of them make the save. Shockingly. Wow. Yep. These two, one, three two, don't. three don't. Three don't. Yep. Uh, that does kill the one that had its feet encased in ice. Finally. Just yowls in pain, yeah. Several of them are very heavily wounded, though. Most of them are actually pretty heavily wounded. But yeah, Valen was like, what? what was that? What's going on? I found Don't something. Worry. Don't worry about it, dear. <laughs> oh, Valen. 
the preeminent can just see Valin from outside. Um, even though she can't see it. Oh, does that does that matter? Let's see. It's one creature it can see, so I guess the other creature doesn't care. Uh, so Valin has to make a. Look at that! Every time I make such bad rolls with this ability, <laughs> crazy. Takes eleven necrotic damage. He's like, oh, the stone skin doesn't help against whatever that was. Uh, you see Valin hurting pretty bad. Frey is all the way at the top with a trap door. Mm-hmm. Looking down at more carnage. Yes, she is. <sighs> oh, this will be fun. Only you okay. kept grenades or... No, but I do if I still have a laser pistol. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are many blinded Nothics down there. Yeah, so you that's have advantage. Ad you have advantage on all the ones with the little symbols. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's shoot number seven with my laser <laughs> pistol. Why not? I would expect the barbarian to be at the top of the stairs shooting the gun down in the gallery, <laughs> but here we are. Right. I mean, you set off fire, and she doesn't like fire, so... Mm. What do you think was going to happen? You knowing, knowing our DM, if I had stayed on the lower level, even outside of the range of the fireball, he would have been like, you take 47 fire damage <laughs> just from being in its presence. I like how she felt yeah. the heat. She's like, I'm nope, I'm out of here. Nope, we out. Alright, so number seven. 18. Yes. For five damage. Uh, so so you have advantage with the with the fact that he's blinded. Oh, okay, I'll shoot it again, see if I get crit. Nope, not a crit, so eighteen. Yep. And then damage. for my Second attack, I'll shoot my laser pistol with the other hand at the same guy. For 15. Does hit. 10 more points of damage. Alright, you put that one right in its blinded eye. Just bores a nice hole through its body. Lynn says, What the hell is that? Is something shooting lasers down at us now? What did you activate? I can't see. <laughs> You just really, she hears a really feeling, just don't move! <laughs> I feel like moving is what I have to do now. I still hear lots of nothics down here. There's one less! I am the wizard of this party! <laughs> well, why the fuck did you run up to all of the nothics at the front door then, lady? I didn't, they <laughs> came in here! I was up here. Don't all have bonus disengages. Yes, we do. <laughs> You could have bonus. <laughs> well, get bonus, right? Yeah. Uh, and Anothic will come up and take advantage of a blinded Valin who is may not survive. As he's got advantage. Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> she may not survive. Uh, I rolled really bad damage though. Oh jeez. Yeah, However, it, it does. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, and six is fifteen. Oh, she still has the resistance, though, so that's half. The 13 would be half, so that's six. No, sorry. Eight would be half. That's four, plus seven is 11. But he can roll the sneak attack into it, which would oh. deal another 3d6. 
So that's 26. Oh, it's also in the sneak attack, but okay. Right. No, it, yeah, it normally does 3d6. And if she's resistant to that, we say it's a 13. So only because of her stone skin is she even still alive. And that was one attack. Oh, and that's massive damage, obviously. Okay, uh, is Heather. Is he on top of another Nothic? Give me, yeah, he is. How is he on top of another Nothic? It or was, was it Nothic dead? Is a dead Nothic. Uh, okay, okay. Stepped over its body. Uh, give me a massive damage roll on the table for Valin. Uh, okay. Antic reactions is frightened of the attacker. Well, okay. I don't know she can't see it. She can't so see it anyway. That I makes mean, sense though. She's... That eliminates the effects, really. I think just about does. Yeah, because it's only while it's in line of sight, isn't it? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second attack. If this hits, <laughs> twenty-five for four plus two is six. She is still alive, and I'm not fudging dice. Wow. I swear to God, I'm not fudging dice. Her stone skin literally makes her resistant to normal attacks, not yeah, the psychic ones. That's probably the only reason she didn't run up the stairs when this fight started, so it's good that it's keeping her alive. She, you just see blood. She's not quipping or yelling anymore. She's just, like, literally, like, coughing up blood and just, like, woozing on her feet. <laughs> Nothic's just howling in her face. Thankfully, that's the dead one. And then it is her turn. So she will obviously use her action. God, does she have a fucking spell that would save her ass? Only wizard up. Fucking Misty Step or Teleport or anything. <laughs> so she has to use her action to disengage. Which means she's only going to make it like 30 feet. And she's blinded, so she's just trying... You know, if you want to help her, you can... I mean, yeah, voice-wise. And also, she. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she remembers what the, door, the room looks like. Uh, kind of, but I mean, it's still scary. Were... I mean, if you're blinded in a room you've only just been in. Yeah. Um, so she's basically just stumbling her way towards the back of the room, but she barely makes it right. any distance. Now she gets to try to make the save against the blind. What? I think she fails. She fails, yeah, it's a 15. Still blind, it's, you'll see Valin basically almost dead down there. Edmund. Valin, are you having some trouble down below? Uh, she's not responding. She's busy vomiting blood and literally, like, just dragging her feet. Oh. She doesn't look so good. I can see that with my eye. <laughs> with my non-blind eyes. <laughs> okay. Alright. <clears throat> also, I'm learning that uh, a wizard probably could tank pretty well with a stone skin spell. <laughs> Basically, it does right. turn into a barbarian. <laughs> Alright, so we haven't opened the trap door yet. No, you have not. And it's another 30 feet high from me. From you, who are currently flying, yes. Frey is up there, Celeste, I think, is pretty far up there. I forget how far Thimbleweed made it. If you wanted to, you could fly your way up there, or, like I said, you're about 30 feet above the action here. Right. Do I save Valin, or proceed forward? <laughs> That's always the... I mean, no one's made it past... I'm not sure what you guys are doing up there. No one's made it past that trap door, right? Like, you guys are just hanging out up there? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 60 feet high. It just takes a lot of time mm. to get up there. Okay. Uh, you haven't, I will say, you haven't heard any more Nothic screaming in. this. That Ever since that big boss made its presence, you haven't heard any beyond that one. But, okay. yeah, there's still a bunch down here. Uh, so a lot of creatures down there that could kill Valin, huh? Hmm. Uh. 
Edmund takes philosophize morals as an action. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I really wanted to save this spell for another time, but what better time than to save our NPC, right? Right? I, <laughs> right, sure! I would, I would, <laughs> if Valen could speak, she would certainly agree to this. Uh, she's always been a big fan of yours, Edmund, especially. Being the arcane Let's pull focus. out another spell scroll. Oh, how exciting. Huh? How exciting. Vortex Warp. Oh, Whoa. Boy. I haven't heard of this one. What? I basically teleport her. What? To another. Well, that's handy. A creature you can see within a range of 90 feet. You magically twist space around another creature you see within range. The target must succeed in a con saving throw. The target can choose to fail. The target is teleported in occupied space of your choice that you can see within range. Wow. So I could just teleport to the staircase where I'm at. Do you call something out to her so she doesn't think she's being attacked and makes a saving throw? <laughs> Valin, brace yourself. You're going to feel a twisting coming from your navel. But I will teleport <laughs> you to safety. <laughs> if you teleport her up the spell, so I don't have to roll for it. Yeah. And it yeah, it is on your uh class list, so yeah, you can use it. Yep. Alright, uh you teleport her. I think you already have inspiration, I'd give it to you for saving I the do, NPC. Otherwise I would have gotten more. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was hesitating as well. I was like, oh I didn't use my inspiration yet. Yeah, when you deposit her up the stairs, she just kind of literally like just just falls to the ground and is just like tumbling. Um, in fact, it's, it's probably have to teleport her near one of the other party members who are up there who can, like, basically catch her. <laughs> yep. All right, but then you're safe now. Safer, I guess. Yeah. Not safe. <laughs> if not, like, blinded not. So at this point, you see a lot of the Nothics are blinded, and they seem to be kind of confused. Um, the others, the only one they can see is Valravin within range. Um... So, I'm basically going to ask what you're going to do. Let's see how many actually go before you, though. Yeah, that one's still blinded. I guess Thimbleweed also has an action. You want to use Thimbleweed? Or you just want to keep going up the stairs? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would... Oh, no. I'm just trying to think, would Thimbleweed be the guy who takes the lead? But, uh, being as... You know, no one else has attempted the trap door. I mean, it mm. makes sense for him to try to push through. So, yeah, have him go another 35 feet up. Okay. Try to open the trap door. Okay. Um, you do see that it opens. Um, and we'll table that as you get close to the entrance, basically. Or you do open the door. Uh, but you see there's a space to move in there. But he does have extra movement to keep going. Um... Oh, my bad. Uh, okay. I will... I mean, I'm trying to... Right, let's work the timing out. Alright, so you do make it in there. I'm trying to see if we can end this comment encounter before we make it to the next room. Um, we've got two more Nothics before Valravin gets to go, so I'm going to have them both do their rotting gaze on you, Valravin. Okay. So give me two more con saves. So hit the second one, right? Yes. Uh, and then it's your turn, and the DM is strongly suggesting you GTFO. 
Um, it looks like, at least for the moment, they would be pretty distracted by the things that are happening down here, which are these giant celestial bodies, and those stairs look pretty big. You also feel like with a trap door, you might be able to barricade it better, or whatever else you can do, if you can get the hell out of here. How bad are they looking, though, like, hmm. damage-wise? Yeah, um... Unfortunately, one purple-eyed one has not been damaged, and you guys have not hardly even seen the big scary boss one. That's true. However, the other four are damaged, and two of them are heavily damaged. The two that are still blinded are both heavily damaged. Okay. Um, he's gonna do something before he leaves. Then. All right. He's gonna, fl he's gonna fly in above everybody. Who would have guessed the bard is the last one to leave? I know this the last one to leave. It's because he's been flying around in the sky the whole time. That's true. <laughs> Not in, in harm's way. Um, and then he's going to pull out, which actually I haven't looked at whether or not this is on my uh, spell list. Um, he's going to pull out the scroll of Thunderstep. Uh, to... Boy, look at all these scrolls getting used. I must have just given you guys yeah. a bunch of scrolls recently. <laughs> Maybe. So it means I get to teleport away. Uh, an unoccupied space you can see within range. I don't know what the range is. To, uh, what is the range? Um, the range is 90 feet. So I can go as far up those stairs as I can go. Yeah, okay. I mean, can I, is it, is it, are these stairs that I can see up? Like, yeah, good enough, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah. And then as I leave, though, every creature within 10 feet of the space I left must make a constitution saving throw or Ooh. take 3d10 thunder damage on a failed save. Okay, jeez. Or half as much on a successful one. Actually, a really great use of that spell. Both yeah. escape and a final, final fuck off. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Leave. Yep. Everybody breaking out their big AoEs. Now, what I don't know is whether this spell's on my... It's not technically on my spell list. Oh, so we get a... Uh, skill check first. Yes. So it's, it's on the what? Sorcerer Warlock Wizard. Which means so what, what do I have to do again? It's a third level. Uh you need to wake Sorcerer Warlock or Wizard. Need to make an Arcana check of a DC thirteen. Arcana third level spell. Uh, okay. I'm not too hot at Arcana, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does he have inspiration? Uh, no, I do not. How exciting. Okay, so unfortunately... The scroll still goes, skill goes off, right? Just the wild magic table goes off? Or I, does it... The spell does not go off? I believe the spell does not go off. Uh, says so you fail, the scroll is consumed, and you must then roll in the wild magic surge table. Oh, boy. Okay. Potted plant. Oh jeez, this could be insane. I don't. It's, it's really good. I, I'd have to look that up on the thing. I don't think I have that on my macros. Oh, the wild magic table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't have. So, it I, I believe. I mean, it's on the compendium. I'm sure. Rewind a couple minutes ago, and Vara was like, "Let me just do one more cool thing before." <laughs> right. <laughs> Where is? Where is that table? Crap. Nick. Wild Magic Surge? Is that what it's called? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not if you click on it, it doesn't give you the table. No, this isn't subclass. It. There it is. Okay, I found it. Alright, it's a D one hundred, my friend. Okay. What is a forty seven? A forty seven. Oh, you got a unicorn! What? What? <laughs> a unicorn controlled by the DM appears in a space within five feet of you, then disappears one minute later. <laughs> okay. Well, right. I guess it's it's a fine distraction because I'm still in the air, so a unicorn just pops out of my ass and falls to the ground here, <laughs> and a I unicorn, fly away. A unicorn <laughs> appears, and it's Lord Marbury's cousin. It's Lord Marbury's cousin, Jeff. Uh, Carlos, yeah. <laughs> it's the one who never got into politics, who never became a lord. Yeah. Really just the black sheep of the family. Yep, yep. And he's immediately torn apart by nothing. <laughs> he's the third Viscount of the family. As Robbins flies away clearly... and says, Oh, it's so good to see you again, Carlos. <laughs> good luck to you, sir. Clearly was... Uh... Was in the middle of the bathroom when you got teleported <laughs> away. And it's just... Yeah, now a unicorn just appears in the middle of the space. And because it's a magic unicorn, all the Nothics just immediately turn on it and just immediately... Uh, well, I will use that as a distraction to fly away. <laughs> uh, what a wonderfully fitting end uh, to that Lord, Lord Sparkleberry. It's Lord That's Marbury's right. cousin, Carlos. Right. <laughs> uh, so the creatures appear to be momentarily... Uh... Oh, if, man. You know, the, the unicorns should get to at least gore, gore like one of them before he dies. Unicorns are, are not low-level creatures. Sure. Uh, we're not there for the fight. You're not there for the fight, but you, you hear the sounds of one unicorn fighting several Nothics. Dude, if you had rolled a 49, you would not be able to speak for the next minute, and every time you'd try, you'd have pink bubbles float out of your mouth. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the that unicorn... Would've, that would have been great. It only has an AC Sierra of 12. Five. Yeah, Sierra 5 yeah. has got 67 hit points. Uh, it would be fascinating to watch that play out, but we're not going to. But uh, Yeah, just... As, as far how as how long away, could a unicorn... Uh, yeah. A unicorn is, like, goring nothings and... And since none of us have seen it, we still don't believe unicorns exist. <laughs> I saw, yeah. Lord Marbury's cousin, Carlos. <laughs> um, into the trap door, and but yeah, Valen is still nearly catatonic, by the way. She is, like, just absolutely in terrible, terrible shape. Oh, you were almost a potted plant, too. Damn it. Almost. Was that the other 40... side of it? 41 and 42 have been potted uh, plants. Okay, yep. That would have really Which, fucked you up. That would have been, uh, yeah. That would have been great. I, I just probably would have, would have liked to have stayed a potted plant for the next, like, couple hours. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just leave. Carry me around, water me once yeah. in a while. I'll be fine. Yep. All right, uh, MVPC table is still going on. I'm going to get you guys to this next room. Uh... This circular room is covered by strewn papers, debris, and frenzied notes. Across the room stands a magnificent telescope which gazes out towards the glacier wall from a hole in the damaged tower. Peering intently into the eyepiece of the telescope stands a large frog-like creature wearing an eye-patterned robe. 
To its left, a small table holds a sphere filled with what appears to be blood and pus. Several intact eyeballs are visibly suspended in the cloudy goop. That's cool. The creature blinks up at you all in surprise as you all have reached the this room in the trap door and growls, speaking uh, clearly the language that you have all heard that is the uh, native language of uh, the netherese in here, which, uh, again, Elvish can understand, is, uh, Leave me be! I will not tolerate any distractions! Wait, who are you? Where did you come from? Did Arialarthus send you? Was Arialarthus? Mm-hmm. Oh. We haven't heard that name before, have we? I don't think so. Yeah, Yannick says a unicorn can teleport once per day. So I did it see that. Away yeah, away it, 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 it teleports away to safety at one point. Yeah, <laughs> you come out and you just see Carlos wearing like the the knot, like it just kills all of them and just blood. <laughs> it's got like the brave heart like paint on it. It's just got tattoos. Oh, it, so. Yeah, it's like the, the, a really cool scar. Of a Carlos is like the right. fuck fall, Robin. <laughs> Accident, I, assure you. I was in the middle of watching the game and you kind of fucking call me here at this time with these monsters. Wait, who can speak Elvish? Uh, I can. I think somebody else can too. Uh, technically Celeste can because of her tongue of the sun and moon. She can uh, touch the key of other minds so she understands all spoken languages and any creature that can understand a language can understand what she says. Wow. She's a universal translator. Right. Um, we are not here to disturb you, sir. Your viewings and whatever these experiments or whatever you are doing here. I want the jar. That is, an, that is a disgusting job. <laughs> we are simply um, travelers. Have you have you noticed the uh, goings on in the city over the next, say, few hundred years? Um. Uh, yes, there's certainly uh, been some problems around here. Uh, lately, uh, I believe the city uh, had some kind of attack or something, and it's been in secure lockdown for some time. Some time. It has. It has indeed for some time. But I'm afraid I can't remember the name of the, the device. The device that's <laughs> slowly exploding. Mythalar. Mythalar. I'm afraid the middle art, the heart of the city, is um become quite unstable as a result. We are attempting to rectify the situation. Hmm. Ah, luck with that. Don't look much like uh, high-ranking wizards for that. I've never heard of you. Well, certainly not. We are mere marshals hired to um. <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem to be aware how, how much how long have you been up here in this tower it's precisely um 
you look around the tower and you see it's a mess. There's like papers and books strewn about everywhere. And you notice there are scratch marks on the wall. And they just cover the wall. Just like uh, like number marks. Just everywhere. Oh, yeah. God. And the creature looks around and she says, uh, it's been all long. And you just kind of almost see like absentmindedly rakes her claws like kind of across uh, the marks that she's made. Uh, sometime, sometime, time is hard to, uh, decipher in here. Uh, been trying to find an exit. Got, uh, trapped in this icy tomb. Oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, yes, I did. You yeah. wouldn't happen to have found a, a way out, have you? Well, we, we made our way in, so certainly. Turns her attention fully to you when you say that. She says, ha, you from outside? Outside the, the tower or outside the city? Well, outside the tower is dangerous, but outside the city, I, it, it, I thought it was a block of ice. You've made it in from the, this icy world of ours? We have indeed. Ah. Amazing. Seems elated about this. We could happily um, give you directions to the way that we came, that allowing you an egress. Perhaps in return, you might uh, offer us the secrets of this particular tower, the entrance code that is hidden within for the uh, gateway to the central tower. She uh, kind of strokes uh, <laughs> the massive maw and chin. Oh, yes, the security system, yes? I remember there was some kind of uh, system uh, we were entrusted to, each of the high wizards, uh, in order to gain access to the spire. Uriel <laughs> Arthas is uh, a bit of a... Paranoid one, but he keeps us safe, certainly. Ah, uh, well, uh, as some good news and bad news, uh, the good news is, uh, yes, I have uh, my piece of the code. The bad news is, uh, I put it in, it's in my spell book. Uh, unfortunately, I've not seen my spell book for some time. I believe it was jettisoned. Uh, out of the city, along with, uh, or out of the tower, along with many of my belongings and several of my most favorite apprentices. That is unfortunate. Uh, but you look determined, uh, if you've got the, uh, fortitude, uh, you could use my precious arcane telescope to search for it. Happily, you have any idea how exactly do you jettison apprentices or documents for that matter? Ah, uh, well, I it's hard to remember, it was so long ago, but there was some big crash that put us here, and uh, I, I you know, I, I believe we fell. And uh, you know, being uh, of course a high class wizard. I can presume that the sudden loss of uh, 
gravity and a uh, crashing force. She goes to this whole like scientific explanation, which Edmund probably finds riveting, and basically <laughs> uh, explains as if you were a, a child, uh, like inertia and the concept of a slamming and crashing of how people would then fly out of oh, different okay. areas if, like if they're not restrained. Yeah. <laughs> well, certainly. If we are able to locate your spell book, we will... Uh... Yes, we will provide you with a way uh, our directions out of the city. Yes, I will certainly be doubling my search, or if you can point me in the right direction. It has been so long since I've seen the sky. Um, so is this telescope the one that she was looking through? Yes. She steps back and kind of gestures for you. Alright, I'll give it a shot. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know exactly what we're looking for. Just yeah, like, detritus? She ex- like, like she a ex- spell book? Yeah, she explains and says, It's a very powerful magical tool. Uh, it can uh, help detect uh, the presence of magic. In areas. Um, and also, it's just a cool way to see farther. Which is... Telescope's yes. uh, off magical, yes. Yes! Very much so. I have been unable to find the opening in the glacier, however. Ah, that must be frustrating. No stargazing for you for quite some time, yes? She looks crestfallen. Yes. Let us see if we can find your missing spell book, yes? Fine, fine, yes. Step right up. Uh, which, yeah, Val Robin, since you've been talking, if you want to step up there. Uh, it does look like a very complicated device. Um, and it looks like it would require uh, one of the site-based uh, checks to be able to fully gaze into it and activate all of its magical uh, features as you search around. Okay. Uh, so which which ones are those? Uh, either investigation or perception. Oh. Robin can do a perception check, like, pretty good. <laughs> so, like, nobody's business, but probably better people in the party for it, but we'll try. 19. Uh, okay. You search around, and you uh, find... Uh, you know, you kind of do like a sweep of parts of the city to the best of your ability. Um, I will give you a few more locations on your map. You see a, uh, nearby the tower that you're in, a deep well, about 50 feet across, surrounded by crystal benches. Both the benches and the well are glowing with magic. Mm. Nearby, and then um, a little further beyond that, uh, you definitely can see clearly a uh, another magical tower that is, um, and you can see from uh, clearly from the with the telescope's power, it is the symbol of the Tower of Necromancy, and the whole tower is just glowing with magic. Okay. Um, unfortunately, you do not actually find the spellbook with that check, and as you spend a minute searching the city, you feel a sharp pull. At your eyes, and I need a con saving throw from you, please. So many con saving throws tonight. Yeah. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you just feel kind of an eye strain, but otherwise it is fine. And she shrugs and says, "Ah, keep trying. I'm sure you'll find it." Like to give you another check. 
Uh, perhaps someone else would like to take take a shot at that the uh, <laughs> magical telescope. Who's who's quite good at perception or investigation? I surprisingly am proficient in perception. Let's see, what did you find about Robin? I saw uh, there's some locations for us to visit. Um, a magical well outside, and another another one of the towers we must visit. But the spell book that we are searching for, I did not quite locate. Well, let me put on some special glasses and look through the telescope. <laughs> there you go, advantage, yeah. And Varovan, as he's stepping up to Varovan, will also write some words about uh, Edmund stepping up to the telescope and uh, the how impressively, uh, detectively he looks <laughs> as he does so. Impressively, detectively. <laughs> and he will give Edmund an, uh, an inspiration. Wait a minute. Well, what did you say to roll? Uh, either investigation or perception. Oh, okay. All right, investigation. Do you step up this very mechanically? Ooh. You probably didn't need it. That's Without even good. needing advantage or bardic inspiration, rolls yeah, a twenty-six. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about this in Frostside chat, but uh, the the initial check was like twenty-five to succeed on this. Wow. Yep. Uh, so Edmund, you step up and see uh, the same things that Valravan saw. You also see a half-destroyed tower near the other tower that lights up as magical, and it's missing its entire top half, but the telescope reveals illusory magic enveloping the tower, making it look um, pristine and perfect. And clearly you can see that there's there shouldn't there is no top half there, but the magic makes it look like it is an illusory full nice tower. And the top of that tower has the symbol of... Uh, illusion magic. You also see uh, what appears to be a miraculously intact store with half a dozen magen standing guard just inside, and the inside you can see kind of um, uh, clothes that appear to be glowing softly with magic. And then hidden in the rubble just outside the store, you see what looks like a spell book that is uh, glowing a bit, and that updates your Question marker. <laughs> okay, that's if I I take my eye away and don't look at, through the telescope, then all the stuff you described is like not visible. If you take your eye away and don't look at the telescope, like if I'm looking with a naked eye, are you saying it's all gone or? No, this is just you're looking at the telescope and you're getting all these this information. What the telescope does, I mean, obviously it works as a telescope, lets you see much farther than you'd be able to see, but it also right. uh, lights everything up as uh, certain magical things are lighting up for you. Oh, I see. I, see. <clears throat> I guess right, the only so... thing that wouldn't show up to the naked eye is you were talking about that illusory tower. That illusory tower, correct? Yeah, that would yeah. not show up. And obviously, you would. It would be hard to find that spell book without being able to detect magic from that far range, too. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Good. Okay, so yeah. telescope kind of hones it down. Yes. Easier. Yep. Got you. Um, also, you see, as you kind of and, and another interesting feature when you try to look beyond the central spire, it's like blinding because the whole thing is just covered in a giant light, so you cannot see. It's like a, just a you literally can't look at it, <laughs> so you can't see that part of the map at all. Um, but when you swivel it around, yeah, and obviously you can see like you, you you know your earlier areas, the chain lightning stadium lights up, the tower of abjuration lights up, that kind of stuff, the entrance lights up. Um. You see at the Ice Causeway, which is the path you all took in, because now you know where to look as you've been there, you see a small army approaching. Dozens of humanoids wielding shardlin weapons, led by a tiefling woman, flanked by a pair of imposing gargoyles. 
And as you watch, you see like a group of Nothics lope their way towards them as they approach the city, but they're quickly cut down by this army that's approaching into the city. A tiefling? Do I recognize the tiefling? Yes! Uh, you all would recognize this tiefling woman. Uh, from that distance, you can recognize Avarice. There's only one tiefling woman that I know. I've worked for her for a while. <laughs> that, so, uh... for a while. that is correct. Do you still have that connection with the tiefling woman? Suffered, no. I haven't spoken to her in some time. No, what? Surely the DM didn't lowjack another one of his sending stones <laughs> with an NPC at it. He pulls out the sending stones. I, I haven't used this in like a month. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's like a very clearly like thing attached. It's like, it's like beefing. It's, <laughs> it's got an antenna sticking out of it. <laughs> a light, like a noise. <laughs> I haven't even, I don't know what this sound is. It's just been doing this. I don't know. Yep. Um, and that's probably a good stopping point. Um, I, before we end, though, Edmund, I do need to give a con saving throw as you feel that same pressure on your eyes just from using this device. Excellent work. Yep. We're able to uh, withstand that. Um, do you all, ha and and the, the slot is, of course, very, uh, you know, claps her hands excitedly when you're able to use it and withstand it. She's like, oh, very good. Um, I, sh I don't think your friend looks very good for it still. Like, uh, yeah. I was going to ask you what kind of your resting plans, because you all seem like you uh, are... We, we we at least need a short rest, but if we can figure out where to long rest right. at some point, although we, although this new information is kind of... <laughs> you've got new information, and you kind of have Nothics right outside, so you'd have to basically convince the slot to long rest up here. I, I'm not even... I'm not I'm sure you could safely long rest here. You do have, like, a bunch of slot downstairs, unfortunately. It, right. There's an army approaching. And there was an army... Right. Well, I mean, it was some distance away, so, like I yeah. said, you guys have made it a pretty good chunk into the city, and now you saw basically back where you entered the city, like, seven sessions ago, there's an army approaching right. the city. Yeah. so it might be, like, a day away. Yeah. So it might be all right, but that's... All right, yeah, I mean, maybe we can talk to this slot about, like, long-resting here, but, like, clearing out the bottom level first before we do so? Yeah. Because uh, it would be great to get a long rest. Because Florovin's, he's tapped out. He's got yeah. he's he's got some level one spell slots left, and that's yeah. it. Why don't Why don't we just rest and then jump out the top of the tower <laughs> <laughs> later? If you if you show the slot the slot, um, where that causeway is, and like explain mm. that that was the path you took in and out of the city and, and how that can be an exit, then she would be very happy and literally agree to let you all, not only would you rest here, but she says uh, she could help you uh, basically clear um, that, especially if you tell them there's just a few Nothics down there, because she, she does have some concerns about there being some monsters down below and she heard some fighting. Right. But uh, she could be convinced. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, with the caveat that, like, Varvin would probably warn her that, like, yes, I, I we, we are happy to allow you uh, an egress from the city, but uh, fair warning, at the moment there seems to be some other intruders that are probably less congenial than us. 
coming through this pathway. That's a fair warning. Appreciate that. Marshals, you said you're doing fine work. Are you sure you don't work here for Ariel Arthur though? Never, never met the man personally, but um, we are doing well, I'm work sure in his you legacy. Will. <laughs> I'm not, sure. not many get through this city without meeting that one. Uh, yes, uh, it's all right. I have some methods, but uh, you know what? You keep the spell book. That's his, uh, my gift to you, and you have given me the gift of freedom. Uh, indeed. After so much time, it must be uh, well thought of. She uh, opens the trap door, and some of you are maybe like, no, 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 no. And she peers down uh, downstairs, nods, says, yes, there's still a few down there. And you see her cr uh, summon a fireball in her hands and just throw it downstairs, and downstairs explodes within fire, and you hear a lot of screaming and burnt flesh. That, that will help, I think, a little bit. All right, good luck, then. And she and she just tur turns invisible. Well, good luck to you. Um, avoid the army coming in down the causeway, if at all possible. <laughs> Not associated with us, I swear. <laughs> Not associated with us. Totally unrelated. All right, uh, so that will do it for this session. Edmund, MVPC. Yay. <laughs> for sure, even though it's not letting me get the poll for some reason. A potion of superior healing. Always handy. Yep, you found amongst the uh, loot that... Uh, the slot head up there somehow for some reason. <laughs> and I think I mean, you all will get a chance to long rest up Huzzah! here. And I think you all will get a chance to level up. Oh boy. In here. You have been uh, seven sessions into Ether now. <laughs> nice. And uh, once again, right. I found a tower that didn't quite have all the information you're looking for, but at least right. pointed you in the right direction. Another step. Another step complete. All right, that will do it for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frostbane. Thank you to Chris, Heather, and Raymond for playing, and thank you to wonderful fans for watching and the patrons. Shout out to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Thomas, Stan, Brandon, Genocider, David, Eclectic, Roleplay, Role, Christopher, Brian, William, David, Corey, Coat1337, Matthew, Big Nut, John, John, Chris, Scott, Gene, Eric, Socks, Dan, and Tyler. And Gold Patrons, RPG, Paper Crafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lion, Sam, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fast, Saga, Tortoise, Scott, Refus, Carolyn, and William. Thank you all very much for your support. We're live streaming our D&D adventures every week, and we will see you next time. Level 14! Wow. It's exciting. It's a big one. That's okay. a big one. Don't make it uh, that high very often. No, no. I, I'm, I'm thinking it's the first time we've ever seen level 14 outside of the campaign that was started at like 12. So. I, I think that's right. I have to mention this. This is Slod's life in the epilogue now. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the Slod? Uh, she opened a, a hat store somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> right.